Did you hit it? Tony says yeah, it. Tony says it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Fuck. Fuck what? Why are you saying the F word? What? What? You said the F word. Yeah, I said fuck what? Fuck fuck what? Fuck <laughs> sounds fuck like a what? king. I am king fuck what? Kinda does. Fuck Shrek, as wasn't we it? go. As we go? <laughs> oh, that's from last week. I remember that. <laughs> remember this from last we week? Go. Balls. <laughs> you remember this from last week? But I love I love balls. <laughs> I love cops. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you. <laughs> it was so bad that my balls were black. Ooh, bend over. Let's have fun. <laughs> oh shit! Yep, that's a whole. It's a whole new world, fellas. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm ready for it. <laughs> when I get my hands on you, I'm gonna eat your ass. <laughs> There is a lot of uh whew. There's a lot of drops, buddy. Oh fuck yeah. This is just from one uh this is just from one episode. I uh, know there's a couple um there's a couple sprinkled in from other ones. Y'all stink. <laughs> That's a rooster? Apparently when I updated um Farago, I got a whole bunch of new sounds I didn't even know were on here. Oh, oh wow. this one. Oh, classic Side comedy whistle. Game. I like that. <laughs> I got a haircut today and I'm not, No, no shit, did you? I'm not sure which way my hair is supposed you to. You look go. like fucking Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. Um, thank you. I don't know. Fuck you, bye. <laughs> I think I look sharp. Yeah, looking oh, good. Yeah. Good. good, looking good. Typically, you're oh, a dullard, yeah. so it makes sense. Huh? Hi oh. All right, not ne- uh, hurtful. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. I, I admit that. That's fine. A little bit. Yeah. Hello, Hello. Christopher Payne. How are you? I forgot I can. Hey, I'm good. The I wizards. Can check the Instagram feed too, but I have to. Uh. Tog- I have to toggle to the next tab. You got a tab toggle to check the Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm a tab toggler. That's cool. Yeah. You a knob gobbler too? Am I a hob gobbler? Knob gobbler. Do you prefer to gobble knobs? The the old knob gobbler. Uh, no, I'm not a knob gobbler. There's nothing wrong with that though. If you want to gobble the knob, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Go nuts on the knob. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Tony. Uh, per last week's conversation, oh, could no. you identify the hat Handsome Kevin is wearing by the by the hockey team logo? Um, the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> oh, not bad. Oh. Now, not Matt, bad. did did we mention it while he was here? No. no. Okay. I, I, I don't like how the fucking person. Kevin above me doubts my ability to name NHL teams after I named all thirty last week. I'm the fucking expert. 
<laughs> I will defer. That's, that's, he is the expert. Tony's right. got a hockey and baseball stadiums. He's the man. I am not arguing this anymore. You're good, Tony. You are beyond reproach in this Fuck subject. Fuck yeah. About time you realize that. Fucking hand job. <laughs> it sounded like it could have been live. Who doesn't like a good hand job, right? Go nuts on the knob. Exactly. Show what a show already. This is this is old <laughs> L day. Ah, this is old Jonathan Day. Oh, you're going gov on him? Really, dude? You're Fucking going rocked, gov on him? Rocked, you're rocked going my world yesterday. He's- do you realize he's hiding from the feds? Like, why would you do that to him? Well, don't do a fucking podcast then. Well, he can if he's Al. I mean, what? He's hiding from the feds, so he just uses his his first name instead of his middle name, and he stays hidden. What? Oh, great! Now he knows. Everybody knows everything. I know. Jesus Christ, dude! Why don't you just give out his home address while you're at it? Yeah, that why I not? don't. I don't have. I'm sorry. Well, I, I can't do. give that out, Al. I got it. <laughs> I can, we could do it if, if we have his phone number. I can give that out on the air. I got his phone number, yeah. <laughs> what oh, the boy. What are we doing? <laughs> Let's get crazy tonight. No, not at Al's expense. Jesus, dude. <laughs> so, wow. Matt, when I saw that text, I thought it said AI's name is Jonathan. And I, had no <laughs> idea. I had no idea what the hell you were talking about. Oh, Al. Like, Ow. AI? Like, has a real name? Oh, that's Arnold right. KJG. KJG doesn't know Tropical. I forgot. Yeah. I was like, what, is this? what does this even mean? But Al, Al, Matt shouted your real name out, and that's just unfortunate. Unfortunate. Oh. Sorry, Al. I'm not sorry. For so <laughs> I wasn't long, apologizing I... to you. Uh, oh, Jesus, that was dude. a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was strawberry C4. Oh. Oh. Ugh. Sure wasn't strawberry C, man. <laughs> Little of each, little of each, little knob goblin up there in the fucking. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's got a little strawberry cream. Cody, can you just butt me through the screen right now? Because that was awesome. <laughs> <Bop>. <laughs> we should make that a thing. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so, by the way, since we're talking about knobs, can I can I pick a bone about something? Oh, mm-hmm. pick a bone about a knob. Yeah, before we start the show proper, okay. Roman Reigns, right? Everybody's uh-huh. been touting oh, like. He's been the champion for 1,200 days or whatever the fuck it is. I have oh, a question. Yep. Universal champion, yes. WWE champion, the one that they're shooting with Bruno and Hogan and all this and that? No, not at all. No, 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 no. He's only been WWE champion for a little less than two years now. Wow, that's unbelievable. Am I wrong? Like, it's not the same, bro. What the fuck are they doing? Uh, let's look here. Yeah, look um, it up, bro. I saw you sent a picture. A picture. A what did picture I send a picture of? I sent a lot of pictures. Of the uh, the thing that said he only had the championship for 700 days. The, the WWE championship. Yes. 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 yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Now, WWE. the question is, did he have that before he unified with the Universal? No, nope, he was Universal was first. Universal. Well, he was, are you sure he was Universal first, or did he beat that? Did he get that from Brock? No, he got okay. the WWE Championship from Brock. Okay, so he well, was. He may universal. have gotten both from Brock, actually. Uh, so yes, these this is a winner takes all Universal Championship. May not have even been Brock for all I know, actually. So no, because Brock won Elimination Chamber and won the 
what? Yeah, because he won the WWE Championship at Universal at Elimination Chamber, and then he had the unification match against Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns is currently WWE Champion for 686 days. And he's the Universal Champion for 1,268 days. Which is where beat, they're coming up with this fucking cockamamie story from. Beat Bray is, Wyatt at SummerSlam 20, uh, at Payback, excuse me, in 20. So he hasn't even passed Brock Lesnar or Pedro Morales or John Cena for total time holding that title yet. Well, they, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I guess, I don't know. Or yeah. Uncle Bobby B. Just throwing that out oh, there. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, well, Bobby Bobby. B's up there, but I was given the ones that were closer to him. Bobby yeah. B's like a huge step above. Once right, you it's giant. Gotta, gotta ask, gotta ask. You're on a boat. Three yep. people on a boat. Yes, three it's of us. It's going to sink unless you throw somebody off and you can't <laughs> throw yourself off. Are okay. you throwing off Bob Backlund or Larry okay. Zabisco? Oh, fuck. well, you said three people. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, Ke- oh, I'm Kevin's the third one. Of them. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the people on the boat. I uh, you just listen, want to dive yourself off. Are we talking everybody's in their prime? Are we talking current day? What are we talking? Give me the scenario. Your fucking idol is Larry Zabisco. <laughs> you you decide. I don't care. They're both. They all. They suck. All three of two of them suck. Oh, you know, shit. Oh, he's got all three. Jonathan says, "Throw Larry like there's no tomorrow." <laughs> Throw him to Larry Land. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Handsome Kevin, if it if it helps you make your decision, we yeah. had the uh, Hall of Famer Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on the show, and he said Larry Zabisco's nickname was Granite Man. So if that weighs heavily on the boat, possibly gotcha. capsizing yeah. it, I think you got to yeah. get rid of him. That is that. I you know, I love Bobby B, but I think. Larry is such a great wrestling mind. I think you almost have to keep Larry. Yeah, but you'll be entertained with Bobby B. Oh, that's a good point. But he's going to make you do Larry's the Bisco lately. I don't want to be more entertained by Larry's the Bisco. Larry's the Bisco is going to fucking want to drink a six pack, and Bob Backlund's going to want to do a thousand Hindus. Oh my God, he'll have you up doing fucking Hindu squats at like five a.m. while you're on a desert island. You know what? I'm just getting fucking jacked. I bet you Hindu squats (laughs) and probably jacked off too. Oh man, me and Bobby B. I bet you Getting those jacked squats. off by Bob Backlund. Jesus Christ. Bob, Bob Jacklund. One, two, one, two, one. <laughs> the Hindu squats wouldn't be uh, hard for Frodo over there. He'd just go down a little. That's you. <laughs> when HK gets me, I noticed last week when he came back and I said, Welcome back, Amonhead. He was like, It's a bitch. <laughs> like it was real aggressive and i was like i don't know that's you could do better than that i'm just saying yeah do better than you Bob. you're right <laughs> well i mean look you didn't have to accept the invitation to become the fourth wizard I, no but i'm happy to be here you don't sound happy i'm always happy. well we didn't really invite him we just kind of shanghaied him into it we changed his name during the middle of the show it's not like he had a fucking yay or nay in this situation let's be honest <laughs> You know, we brought KJG on. It was like, you know, Kevin, we were thinking about things. It's like we fucking like loaded that shit up and like sailed it toward him. HK was just like, yeah, fuck this guy. He's a shining wizard. Now. <laughs> no fanfare, no bells and whistles. It's like, hey, you're in. Fuck off. Let's go. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> well, let's go indeed. We got HJC with Kyle from the Apron Bump podcast joining us shortly. We got Chubby Dudley. Uh, whose real name is Bay Easy Rider. Ran- Ragney. 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 I'm going to butcher this fucking poor guy's name. Oh, boy. 
Uh, he was Chubby Dudley in the Dudley Boys in ECW, so that'll be fun. We'll talk about some uh, old school wrestling. Plus, we got the Cody Roman Rock situation. Uh, Darby Allen's cutting heaters of promos on AEW. I was Tony, cutting some heaters about an hour ago. <laughs> you watching AEW this week, Tony? Uh, no, I watched. Uh... I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I watch when we come back. To the I don't know intro. if HK watched the fucking Zack Saber Junior. Daniel Bryan match that he said he was going to watch last week. I wanted to. Other things. Ah, I knew more, it. Obviously, too obviously busy getting them victory yeah. royales, my man. Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. That was also another thing that came up. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Right, so you'll but know we when got to watch it. We got a lot. We're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about all the wrestling. We have a lot of good times. So uh, let's uh, get this show on the road. Tarn Tony Tarney. Tarney, 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 Tarney. Uh, episode <laughs> six, Tarney, Tarney, Tarney. Oh, uh, episode six hundred and seven to seven. To root and toot and tarnations. Let's, let's, let's. What fuck are we doing? Fuck, fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. Start the show. Oh my god! Thankfully. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. Hello, this is King Kong Bundy, and you're watching The Shining Wizards. I'm not fucking dead, I'm alive. And you're watching The Shining Wizards. Yes, you heard it here, folks. King Kong Bundy is alive, 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 and welcome, everyone, to episode 677, live of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, coming to you live on social media, going with you wherever you go on all the streaming and podcasting platforms. We are in the house. We got a fat Dudley joining us. We got a hand job joining us. Let's just jump right into some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Zigzagging around the board. Tony. Matt. And some Kevin. K-J-G. Fellas, I don't know about you guys, but the day off today actually refreshed me quite a bit. How you guys feeling? Oh, the day off, huh? Day off treated you nice, did it? Fuck hey, yeah, that's... did. Good, I'm Look, glad. I don't know what they're doing out there in old... Uh, uh, of Minnesota. Uh, but over here in the States... Uh, in the, in the States. <laughs> well, I don't know where Minnesota is. Um, we get President's Day off, so don't get mad at us. You don't know where Minnesota is. No, I know where Minnesota is. I don't know where. Of Minnesota. Where Minnesota is. I don't know if that's a place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Minnesota, the Minis- eh? The Minnesota machine, city machine guns. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh. Well, I'm glad you had a great day, Tony. 
You get yourself a crown? You get a crown? No, unfortunately I did not. I didn't have the greatest of squad mates today. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody talks a lot of shit and then winds up getting killed. He goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> Right. Uh, so we're basically going to have to start a Fortnite segment where we just say talk for five minutes about Fortnite. I'm down. No, I'm, 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 I'm agreeing with it. I think it's a good idea. According to it's, Scott George, it's family day in Canada today. It was a holiday for them, too. Is it like celebrate time, like have the family reunion or make the family? W-G-A-S. We got asses. Who gives a shit? Gwen Stefani, will you pee-pee on me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird, dude. Weird. Oh, it's a weird one. Oh, my God. Uh, ever, like, I don't know uh, what this so means. Justin says at least he wasn't hiding in the bush. <laughs> I don't know what that means, I'm, buddy. That's probably a reference to your boy, Manji. <laughs> You ever? Oh god, it's gross. <laughs> what are you doing? What did you vomit in your mouth? So I went to the liquor store before. <laughs> liquor? Like, I don't even know her. Um, <laughs> and I was really wanting some Cape May Boardwalk lemonades, and they didn't have them. They only had the hard iced teas, and I was like, I don't really want the iced tea. But then I saw this uh, Crown Royal. Washington Apple? Yeah, baby. It's fucking gross. Hmm. No, baby. All right, well, I will bring three more to the mean streets of West Orange this week, and you can have them. No. I don't know if I'm going to finish this one. I was, I was just excited for you trying something new. I, I've never had them. Oh, I've shit. seen many ladies make that same face, Double T. Don't worry, you're doing great. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, oh uh, Scott gross. George has a solution. Mix it with water. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I'm just my. This is my just. What? I'm, pull, I'm pulling <laughs> is something. That your phone? Yeah, but it's it's. There's a version with this song. I don't want the song. It was something I wanted to drop. Keep going. Uh, I don't know I, if I want to even. That finish. was a lemon drop. I didn't think it was tequila. <laughs> tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, tequila gross. is very good. This is just gonna go over here and just get dumped later. That was dumped. Oh. Uh, disappointing. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh. Dum da dum dum. Kind of want like take the. You actually tongue, speak tongue. better than your haircut tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with my haircut? Oh, come on, bro. What? I was playing Fortnite before and I had a headset on and I had to. I came up here. And then I didn't really look. I could have probably combed it. Yeah, you look say, like it if you really were in a wind... it looks really matted down. You look like if you were in a wind tunnel, it would just fly off your head, and you'd be balder than a baby's yeah. asshole. Oh, oh shit! It kind of does. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what else to say? <laughs> <laughs> it looks worse when he takes the fucking air the ear. <laughs> All right, problem solved. I, I'm not gonna lie, it was distracting. I couldn't stop looking at it. There you go. 
right. Well, Bert Kreischer joining us. <laughs> I'm the machine. Why? Well, shirt what off. That was a quick change. <laughs> my shirt. I get in trouble when I take my shirt off. My wife doesn't like it. She yells at me. She should. Somebody's got to. I keep know. I should line. be taking my shirt off in front of a bunch of strangers. Who? Come on, strangers? Us? Really? Yeah. The listeners? I feel like right. we all know you. Family. Yeah. Take your pants off. Yeah. Look come on, up. bro. <laughs> I don't, no. you know what? Nobody else has taken off their clothes on this show, so why do I have to be the guy? Who says I'm wearing pants right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you put on a full fucking suit for a show, so I'm pretty sure you're wearing <laughs> pants. Yeah, I sweated a lot that night. You thought I was greasy before this episode? Holy shit. Oh, you grease ball. And besides, I don't want to take this shirt off because I'm supporting my folks on Wednesday nights over at the Mark Order. Nice. So there you go. Nice. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. So- Send me shirts if you're listening. I'll wear them. I don't give a fuck. Put peepees on them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Somebody Are you going to win? Stefani, will you peepee on me? Say <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Matt yeah. sends you the shirt that he pissed on. You wearing that? Yeah, why not? I don't give a shit. All right. Just throwing it I'm sure out there. Wa- I'm sure he washed it. Unless it's in if the... he didn't. No, I washed it. If he it. didn't, that'd be weird. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I wouldn't want to fucking take a shirt and, like, give it the old fucking undercarriage towel off, you know? I wouldn't wear that. But... What What if it was a shirt that, like, Bruno San Martino pissed on and didn't wash? Would you wear that? <sighs> oh, yeah, for scientific reasons. I bet you'd try and pull his DNA out of it. Yeah. Oh, I'd be <laughs> pulling my DNA out of something else. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeve. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right, answer the question, would you? Would you wear a pee stain? No, I'm talking about shirt? people sending me free shirts with their, maybe right. their podcast or maybe their job or something like that. Send me a shirt, I'll wear it. I didn't I know how it not fucking to... became a shirt fucking tainted with feces and pee-pees and all this stuff. I think you would wear the Bruno San Martino pee shirt. No. I mean, people kind of, no, you know, kinda you are kind of into weird stuff. Well, I'm into wearing shirts that pee-pee people peed on. I can't even fucking talk now. <laughs> No, so last week when we went down the rabbit hole to try and find that Paul E. Brody thing, and it brought you some weird, weird, whatever, weird website, then later in a Fortnite group, you sent us like this weird film about a cartoon tampon, and then you wonder why your Google algorithm is all fucked What was it? it I didn't even check. I didn't even click on it. You should have, because you would have learned that there's underwear that women can wear that takes the place of uh, Tampax. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Why are you looking these things up? It fucks up your whole Google algorithm. Oh, Here, here's the reason why. Here's the re- you know how you get those. Oh, no, you know how you get those no, like memories no on Facebook. <laughs> okay. So, so you've done this before. About ten years ago or so, they had advertisements in the subway trains for this product. So I took a picture of it and I showed my wife. I said, "Can you believe this shit?" And it got reminded to me. So I was like, "Oh, let me see if this company still exists." Thinking there's no way in hell that these people are still in business, but lo and behold, there are people out there that are buying period panties so they don't have to fucking wear any feminine hygiene products. Huzzah! And I don't know if you noticed. Well, Eat you didn't. Some of them hold up to nine tablespoons. Oh. Eat a shit. Yep, eat a shit. 
I, I don't, I don't know how much flow ladies have, but nine oh, tablespoons seems off. like a whole, that I'll seems like an awful lot, dude. An awful Use lot. Use the cage. Yeah, Use the stop, cage. Man. You gotta stop. You gotta see, and then you wonder why your Google algorithm is all fucked up. Free the pussies. <laughs> Record that. Hey, speaking Hi, of boys. Jobs. Whoa, <laughs> come on now. Hey, That's... nobody put up his fucking brand. What are we doing? I mean, I it's that clear that I'm a hand job. I thought that was your gimmick. I mean, it is, but, you know, it would have been nice if somebody was on it while I was giving my fucking this and that about things. Here we go. I was about to say, I could whip out my own penis if that's hey, what we need. Huh? Kyle, let me ask you a question. Oh. Like, you're familiar with the ladies, right? Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Huge. When you think of, like, how much, let's say, how much Aunt Flo <laughs> comes to visit them every month. Right. Would you ah! imagine that it would take about nine tablespoons worth to finish said visit? We, it was. It's fascinating to me, actually. That now that you bring that up, I just learned how many, oh, like, yeah. like how many tampons they use during a, a cycle. I thought it was you throw one up there, bang, bang, boom. Bob's your uncle. Throw it in the trash when you're done. Yeah, it should be but good for like three, four days, right? It's like twelve baker's dozens. You gotta pop up there. It's yeah, like, fuck what that a, shit. What an ordeal. See, this is why I don't like understand like women wanting to become men and men wanting to become women because who would want to deal with that shit? Like, I wouldn't don't, want a Tony. period for four days. Who does? Seriously? Who does? Then I gotta go out and buy fucking a uh, fucking a magnum full of fucking Tampax. Get the fuck out of here! A magnum full. Yeah, I figure that's about prove forty-eight, me wrong. right? Prove that's a great yeah, prove me wrong. Seriously. I like it. I like it. No, I'm with you. I don't know but what my... I'm with, but I'm with you. My God, like I don't know how women do it. Dealing with periods every month, giving birth to kids. Fuck that. That that's that's out of my wheelhouse. I know so I know. Make a sure guy you're recording this to, shit, uh... Matt, by the way. I want this all on the soundboard next week. <laughs> I, say, I know a guy that has to uh put a butt tampon in sometimes because he has a little anal leakage. You know, when I had my fistula years ago, we were vending Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at one of these fucking wrestling conventions and I was wearing a maxi pad because I had leakage for about a month. What? It's you. It's you're the one that I heard about. It was me. Oh, we've talked of, uh, about it. Listen, I had to deal with it. I had to get it out there. Was it like a true tampon, or you just bought? Oh no, it wasn't a tampon. It was a pad. Like you know, I had to protect my shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean so to every so picture I had from that day with Ricky Steamboat, I had a. Oh, uh, not of your pad. I had a special surprise. <laughs> Huzzah! Man, it's like a box of chocolates, you asshole. You fucking just never know, man. No, but it wasn't feces. I mean, it was just, you know, discharge, everything cleaning out, you know? Kind of like when you get, like, MRSA, when you squeeze out the infection and stuff like that. Why are you saying that, like, that's just a thing everybody goes through? I would imagine, especially in wrestling, everybody goes through MRSA at least once, right? Yep. Canvases are dirty. I don't know, HK, you ever have MRSA? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) (laughs) We're not live, right? (laughs) Oh, Oh, buddy, we're always live. Oh, yeah. Hey, I have a bone to pick with Larry Zabisco real quick before we oh, get to the... Oh, go eat a shit. Oh, the granite man? First of all, that Your boat... Your fucking idol is Larry Zabisco? <laughs> that, uh, that theoretical boat you brought up earlier, man, if I could just shoot a rocket towards that boat and everybody go... Except HK. <laughs> Kevin, like, if HK could like find a little raft, but Bob Backlund, Larry Zabisco, and his stupid... I was watching a WCW earlier today, and he had an a, a orange Hawaiian shirt with a black blazer. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Asshole. 
see what we do in HK. You talk a lot about how you want people to dress. You went on a whole rant about a referee wearing windbreaker pants and how you didn't like that. You got to support an orange Hawaiian shirt with a black blazer, bitch. It's nice having you. It's been nice having you on there, hand job. Uh, just pulling your putt a little bit. You have to do a little bit harder. I'll keep that in mind. And a little faster too, right? Feedback's yeah. good. It's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Well, the rock. Oh boy, the rock's here, well, by the way. The excuse me, the rock or Barack? Well, both are around. Do you Either smell what he's great. cooking? I uh, said the rock. Speaking of not great, uh, Friday. Did you see when he made his big appearance with the uh, with the bloodline and not for anything, like man? It? No, not the Rock's best work, man. Not a fan. Roman did a great job. Brock, not so much. Didn't care Sorry. for it. Just yeah. didn't care for it. I don't know. That's fair. Didn't wow no. me. I um. So my takeaway. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was entertained by the promo from the Rock. It, I, I'm. My cats are named Dwayne and Rock, so I'm a big Rock fan, obviously. Oh, uh, we gotta, we, yeah, we, like we got to circle back to your cats, too. No, we'll go ahead and do that. Um, but I did think the promo from Rock was a bit on the nose as far as, like, I'm a heel now. Here's my sunglasses. Like, he hasn't worn sunglasses on screen in years. But now that he's a heel, he wears sunglasses. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. And the goofy shirt, which I get it. It's an homage to his previous days but it seemed a bit of an abrupt unnatural turn to me yep. i'm with you on that 100 he didn't even was, have the fucking things tied he, he just yeah. he leaned into it too much that it seemed unnatural i agree with yeah. that the shit yeah. that happened last thursday at the wrestlemania press conference amazing he was a mm -hmm. dick and yeah. he played it well and fuck everybody else telling triple h you got to get your shit together that was great rock. This was kind of like uh, two steps back for me. But, two steps but back. Kyle, but Kyle, t part of me feels like we're going to see more evolution of this throughout the weeks until WrestleMania. So this may have just been a first step again in, into what might happen that we don't even know yet. So mm -hmm. they may have done it intentionally as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll they'll workshop it over the weeks. And I, I'm being nitpicky just for the sake of being nitpicky. Like, like I said, I watched it and I was entertained by it. Love The Rock and I love his heel persona. But yeah, if we're entering this story, you know, Roman and Cody's story is just based in so much reality that I feel like The Rock almost feels out of place in a way. Did you? Uh, there was a whole swell on the uh, on the the IWC about uh, Roman saying that Cody was gonna lose at Mania, but he was looking right at the at the at at uh, or the Rock said Cody was gonna lose at Mania, but he was looking right at Roman. And then when he he didn't point his finger in the air, he did the L. Where do you stand on this? Is this are people looking way too hard? Are they overinterpreting? Uh, Everything that's happening over interpretate is that a word, Tony? Yes, oh. we are interpreting here. Are we over interpreting? Well, you could over or under interpretate, I guess. Yeah, I underperforming. Is over interpreting well, a word? Let me look that I don't up. Think so. But that I think if it is, if it is, a it might word, be two words. Yeah. Over interpreting. <clears throat> Inter I don't uh, think interpreting is a word. Over Inter over in interpret. <laughs> So you you underinterpreted the word interpret. 
<laughs> to read too much into something. Yeah. 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 Overinterpret. So interpreting Inter- is reading too much and reading into the word interpret? <laughs> Man. You interpreted interpret. What an educational show this is, really. We try <laughs> we try to educate the people. Overinterpretation. You like to have yeah, a little bit go. of fun, but it's really about coming out learning something on the Shining Wizards yeah. wrestling. Overinterpret. What? Oh, I thought that was just a soundboard thing you had. It was, like, it was just... I think. What? Balls! <laughs> Speaking of Oh, balls. you got to send me the catcomber uh, drop, please. My That's nuts! I'll send you all the drops. The cat cum, the... the... Oh, oh, oh! I'm going to come on you like nobody's ever come on you before. What's happening over there? Uh, Kyle, People I was listening. in my face. <laughs> I was listening to the latest episode of the April Bump podcast with tonight's guest, uh, Mr. Cho- Chubby Dudley Bay. Cho Dudley? Did you just call him Cho Dudley? Cho Dudley. <laughs> oh, anyway, Bay Ragney. Am I saying that right? That's what I said. So right. either we're both going to be wrong or, you know, All so right. just say Bay anyway, Ragney. Anyway, I listened yeah. to the latest episode of the Apron Bump podcast with Bay where you guys talked uh, gangster, <laughs> no, natural born killers. Um, you should not get your cat declawed, sir. You should learn to cut your cat's nails. Brother. What does that have to do put... with Chubby Dudley? Well, I, I brought it. It came I was up. putting was over a, a plug for his show. That's you know, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, but you know, um, t- Tony's the fucking. I'm the fucking. Expert. I'm sorry, I interpreted your question incorrectly. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm... No, but you've never you've never heard noises out of a cat like you've heard. I put Dwayne on his back, try to cut his nails. It's human yelling that he does, and he claws me and bites me, and you got to wrap well, you him in a towel. No, you can't put a cat on its back. Of course it's going to fuck with you. Well, not on its back, but like, you know, get it, get to the claws, you know? You got to handcuff it and sedate it and hit it over There's the no laws when it comes to the claws. Am I right, gentlemen? Are you still talking uh-huh. about your cat or are you talking about the WWE? A cat, a cat yeah. can't go on its back, right? So is there a cat style or is it just strictly dog style in the anim- animal? Oh, style? yeah. No, the cat. cat I think the cat does the stretch where it puts its butt in the air. So I guess there's you could do cat style. I think that's called presenting. Right hand yes. job, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, big presenter. I, I know. Yeah. I just question. I I'm like, a cat guy. I don't know. I needed to ask. Come, I come to I go, Kyle, we want to do a monthly segment. It's going to be you're going to talk about the hottest, <laughs> hottest items of the week. <laughs> I am you- the cat comer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mentioned you brought up the clawing. Yeah, I was Jesus trying dude. to fucking give him a. For, I was a trying fucking to terrible segue. We get into a variety of of topics on the apron bump, and sometimes cat claws come up. And I look. I wanted to show that I support Kyle, and I listen to his show. I talk about cats. I talk about Sandman fucking Missy Hyatt with a Singapore cane. Asked Chubby. Du- I asked Chubby Dudley. He didn't. He didn't say no. So. So you That's asked Chubby Dudley if he if Sandman violated someone with his cane? Yes, not someone. Missy Hyatt. Well, Missy Hyatt. Well, that well it, it it all made sense in the context. I didn't just say, "Hey, hello, Mister Chubby." Hey, by the way, like it came up and because there was a whole thing. You gotta listen to it. Yeah, Tony, understand. listen to it. See, Matt, listening, listening to whatever fucking whatever fucking shows are on our fucking network that suck. 
<laughs> this is your interpretation. <laughs> this is 100% what I want from a segment with Kyle. See? So, like, yeah. you're poo-pooing the segments. Oh, damn. Yeah, the, the last guy want. that was on the show that I had to edit, but this is what he wants. Good. I'm glad he's the fucking bar. I am the bar. <laughs> Good. Kyle's to take his fucking hood off to walk through the doorway, but he's the fucking <laughs> voice of reason. Great. I have to take my hood off. I didn't say, I didn't say anything. Yeah, Kyle didn't say anything. I didn't say Kyle, did I? You, yeah, said, you said Kyle, Kyle. to take his now hood off. Now that's just out in the ether. Throwing Jesus out these accusations. No, I'm sorry. I had this gross alcoholic beverage, and I went back for it again, and it's just... I don't know. It's not sounds like going. Uh, sounds like a personal problem. That sounds like user stupid. error. I'm just, a, I'm just a stupid person. Speaking of stupid, the rock and his stupid vest. Thoughts? I think vests are stupid to begin with. Like any person that wears a vest is a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm sure Stone Cold right will here. fucking have a word with you about that. You no, like you go dummy. out, it's like it's fucking 30 degrees out, and some dude's got a fucking flannel shirt on and then a vest over it. Just so what? Your nipples don't get fucking hard? It's not doing anything. What, what about like a three piece suit? That's how I feel about vests, Tony. How do you, you feel don't about, wear a vest uh, with a suit? Waistcoats? Is that what they're called? Jesus fucking Christ. That's a vest. I'm talking about a suit. What about L.A. Knight wearing the vest? How do you feel about yeah. that? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. about wrestlers. Yeah, oh, the about Rock wrestlers is a wrestler. The... What the fuck are you yeah, talking it's... about? Oh, that's how this whole thing started. Oh, All right, my so God. So wrestling vests, thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> Non-wrestlers wearing vests hitting. outside, thumbs down. Yeah. Like yeah. vest, I feel like you're like misreading what vests are made for. Yeah, no one wears a vest to keep themselves warm. They wear a vest under a suit or like over a tie and a button down to make themselves look presentable. You have a problem with that? No, that's not the type of vest I'm talking about. You're talking about where are you seeing vests? people walking around just wearing vests? That's what yeah. I want to know. Spend more time at the pier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You at the fucking blue oyster? Spend a lot of time outside. I see a lot of dumb people wearing vests. A lot of Brian Pullman's down where you were. <laughs> no, that's a wrestling vest, Kevin. That's okay. Oh, yeah, that... not a wrestling vest, you fucking dildos. Well, he didn't wrestle with the vest on. Now that's Ooh, something. That's, uh, that's something uh, we right. dive into. What, what'd you call it? A winter vest? Yes. We're yeah. The there's like the poofy. I know oh, what you're talking about. I know, yeah, now, that's what, what I'm I talking know, about. Those stupid. Oh, things. Well, they wear them over like a fucking like a polo nope. shirt or something. That's what uh, I fucking yeah. said. What's wrong oh, with that? It's nope, stupid. It does nothing. I'm with Matt. With Matt. With Matt. With Matt. A hundred percent. Now that we got to the bottom of the issue, one hundred percent with Matt. No, that's a hard disagree for me, man. No, dude, little expert. bubble vest. I'm the fucking expert. Oh, now you are, huh? Well, in the vest little, little situation, bubble. I am. Oh, I'm with Matt 100%. 100%. No, now that we got to it. I know where my cum goes. <laughs> well, speaking of vests, are you guys invested in ah. the, the road to <laughs> WrestleMania? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Are you <laughs> invested? <laughs> yep. See, I'm the conductor. I'm keeping this on the tracks. Something. Thank God, one of us is. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. That's what yeah. I'm here for. Are we invested in what? Years. Mania, Elimination Chamber? What's yeah, the good luck. Night? What, what, what do we? What do we see? Do we see a tag match at night one? Cody, Seth, Rock, Roman. Do we see it? No, at, uh... no, 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 no. I hope no. not. And I here's not, why. I think they might. No, 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 no. Because if one of those fuckers gets hurt during this tag match, bye, bye, night two. You don't want to risk that. You don't want to risk that. 
I cringed every time they made MJF defend the stupid fucking Ring of Honor tag belts before a major pay-per-view main event. Stupidity. They'd be crazy to do something like that. If they want to move that to down the road, maybe like a main event for like SummerSlam or Saudi Arabia even, then fucking do that. But keep WrestleMania, keep it as Roman and Cody, and just fucking roll with it. Let these dildos be in each other's corners. Let them have all these cockamamie shenanigans. But let this be a one-on-one match. No triple threats. No fucking extra people. Fuck all that nonsense. Which, which Kyle, this actually brings me back, and I'll ask you about this, is that maybe they don't have Rock actually wrestle at WrestleMania. And then maybe your night one, despite how much I don't like it, will be Seth, Drew McIntyre. And you can supplement it with the women's main events and all that stuff, which will mm-hmm. obviously make for a great show. And then you have Cody Roman night two. And then Rock somehow gets himself involved where somewhere down the road, like a SummerSlam or a pay-per-view or, or a, a Saudi Arabia, where then you finally get Rock Roman and Rock gets his fans back and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But I, I feel like Rock's going to have some sort of involvement with WrestleMania. I mean, do we think it'll just be like a corner man type of deal? Maybe. He's going to be the host of WrestleMania. Pa- pa- no, pa- part of me feels like he still will have a match. I just really don't want it. But the th- thing with what Seth did about telling Cody that he doesn't have to fight this battle alone was huge and that's definitely like it makes you think and that's why it's so great what wwe is doing kyle right now is like i just don't know what they're gonna do from week to week like tonight on raw i don't know what they're gonna do yeah raw has become appointment viewing or smackdown or whatever this the storyline goes which is all that matters but just you know to to be a nitpicker here do we think the rock maybe is overshadowing the cody and roman story at all Here's the thing, Matt. Matt, I'll I'll get I'll let you go real quick. I don't think he is. Like I don't think The Rock is like that intense anymore. He's great. He's great to have, Matt. But I think Cody and Roman have done a great job on their own doing it. I think The Rock is there to uh, distract people from the Vince McMahon sex trafficking. <laughs> and seriously. There's, okay. Look, more people. Are, Francine was on some Fox News and said she didn't get far in WWE because she would not, uh, she would not uh, do the the things that Vince wanted her to do to sexualize her on TV. Like I think The Rock is there to cover up this nasty. This is like wait a second. She what? didn't. Wasn't she the one plowing Mr. Wilson? Francine, no, no. That, not Francine. Killed him. that's Dawn Marie. No, that was Dawn Marie. That was Dawn Marie. Yeah, all right, my bad, my bad. No, but Francine, get out of here with your slander. But in fairness, Francine had a boob job. She was having people pile driver and shit in ECW. That's different than like dressing in like lingerie and just going out there and rolling around in whipped cream. So well, this was extreme. This was ECW. So damn Jerry it. Lawler could yell puppies. Well, I mean, Kelly Kelly was an exhibitionist. I mean, you got to add to Again, that story. Woo! I'm just saying. Let Kelly it's... Kelly finish her story, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Like, this I Vince McMahon The Vince McMahon stuff isn't over yet, and there's still more coming out, but it's like The Rock's on TV, The Rock's on TV, The Rock and Cody, The Rock and Roman, The Rock, The Rock, The Rock, The Rock. And if, if a fraction of the people gave a shit about 
the fact that Vince McMahon was fucking sex trafficking and all this shit was happening under the WWE banner with a lot of people who knew what were going on. A fraction of the people who freaked out about The Rock taking Cody's place freaked out about that. Then I think it would still be big news. But everybody's turned their attention to The Rock being involved in this storyline in WrestleMania. And I think that's done as a cover-up. Honestly, I, I I don't agree. I think people I don't just either. don't give a shit about what Vince McMahon did. The product yeah. is hot. People are all behind Cody. They want to see him complete his story at WrestleMania. And that's what they're in for. Now, Tony, I if think... you want to say that maybe him coming onto the board of directors of TKO oh, yeah. is kind of like... Uh, a cover up sort of situation where like he's there to like kind of like smooth things over in that whole group then I can see that but coming back on TV for that like they already secured all the money they already secured what they have they've sold Wrestlemania out they have they have the, the Netflix deal they have yeah, it but, all but what WWE does and this is where AEW fails a lot is WWE wants those people to keep coming back so they're building stories they're building interest they're keeping people interested they're getting people talking and then maybe the rock feeds into that because they, yes. you may not know who Roman Reigns is you may not know who Cody Rhodes is you sure as shit know who fucking Dwayne Johnson is right I agree with that. So if Dwayne Johnson brings eyes to Cody and Roman, well, maybe Cody and Roman get that rub at WrestleMania just because The Rock is there. And you said earlier, the business has never been hotter, though. Like, it's never been hotter. They don't necessarily need... the WrestleMania is going to get the mainstream no matter what. Yeah, but they They want to build to the future, though. They want to keep this rolling with The Rock. And The Rock is another cog in this thing. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, The Rock potentially distracting from the Vince McMahon thing. Like, I don't know. People can pay attention to more than one thing at once. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's been any like necessarily new news with the Vince McMahon thing. As far as I know, it's just an under investigation. Oh no. John Laurinaitis already threw Vince under the bus. And I know the, that that was weeks ago. The Ashley Massaro stuff has been, of course, the rounds, but that stuff, that stuff makes the rounds. People are aware of that. It's not like the rock being on TV buries that. You know, and I think the rock and the TV storylines, that's all that's a more evolving, like you can visualize it, you can see it on TV. So obviously there's gonna be more discourse online with that rather than an investigation that most people know nothing about other than the Ashley Massaro stuff and these little things that come out. So to me, I mean and I don't think the rock honestly would put his brand at risk to be a scapegoat not a scapegoat, but just kind a cover of up. a cover up. So I hear what you're saying, but personally, I don't think I don't think you can attribute them trying to create a a meaningful TV product as a way to like counteract something else. I think it's just them trying to create a good show, and I don't think yeah. it's really that deep. And it's good; it's real good. I, I dude, I love Claymore being involved with this, talking up shit that he made Cody go after Roman. How he's going to elevate the title that Seth Rollins has because Seth's been doing fuck all with it. it. It's just so good, man. It's tying every. It's like watching wrestling in the 80s again, where there's one major storyline, but everybody's got their mm-hmm. hooks in it and everything's sort of tied in a little bit. That's the good shit right there. That's the good shit. Gunther and Jey Uso tonight oh, fuck as well. Yeah. I mean, the women also got some stuff going, the, the free agents and even NXT. It's pretty it's as hot as it's been in a while. So, yeah, they got yeah. a lot of good stuff going over there. Uh, the, when I think of the 80s, I think... Uh, Rick fucking McGraw? 
And Braun Breaker signed to SmackDown. And he's there your NXT you Tag Team Champion. Fuck yeah. I mean, look. This show is Kev- not worth a fisting. <laughs> well, hey, come on now. Are. I think it might be. I mean, Kevin Owens came up as the NXT Champion, had a big story with Cena right away. So, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that NXT people show up with belts. Why not? Who gives a shit? I'd, I'd have a har- a lot harder time accepting this if the product wasn't so good. Like, back when they would, like, cross brands all the time when the shit sucked, that was different. Now, like, everything actually is fun and it's good and it makes me it makes me kind of forget that they're supposed to be separate brands. And, uh, and it just like Braun breaker with the NXT belt signed the SmackDown. Totally cool. The Jay cargo, who knows what we're going to have with her where she's going to sign. Cause I thought she was in that segment on SmackDown with, uh, with Braun as well. So we'll see. Well, thing, things that are fun and cool is hand HJC and the apron bump podcast uh kyle we appreciate you coming on every month Uh, i hope you have as much fun as we do remember apron bump podcast check it out every wednesday drops a new episode uh our guest tonight was just a guest on the apron bump with kyle it's the hardest part of the ring and it's uh kyle doing the octopus that's how i hand job is that not the right technique well this is the octopus this is more yeah you're doing this is this is the good old hj yeah, you're doing like Shadow Dog on the wall. What are you doing there? Kyle, did I ask you about did I ask you about foot jobs? Yeah, or nay. I don't know if you, you talk did. about this that's, last time. That sounds like a bunch of silliness to me. Really? Who's shadow Dog your dick, bro? <laughs> Sometimes. Shadow Dog your dick, bro. <laughs> I'm feeling frisky. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not doggy style? With the the bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Go like ace. <laughs> Kyle, what do you got coming up this Wednesday? Oh, we got your favorite, little progress wrestling. Ugh, talk about God. Big Ben. Talk about fish and beans and chips and whatever else they eat. And... Fuck you. <laughs> oh, what a dick. You guys. What a dick. Fucking, what? Uh, just watch, talk about a little, uh, little Will Ospreay versus Swerve Strickland, which is somewhat topical. So it's it a fun little parallel there. It's from 2016. But uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice little ditty. Dick. All right. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Well, what a Kyle. package. All right, Kyle. My Thank you so not. much, Kyle. No, 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 no. Yo, no. homeboy. Welcome to the hood, brother. I hope, I hope you bring the same energy with Chubbers. We bring the same energy all night. Is that it's what we should call him? Should we call him Chubbers? Yeah. Chubbers. Well, Chubbers. Okay. So don't call him Chodley. <laughs> He'd be fine with it, I think. Not after dinner. <laughs> Chudley Eat Dudley? Shit. I'm going to get off by cranking your knob. Uh, <laughs> oh. One I more thing. God. He fucking left. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the final appearance of Abram Bum Kyle. No, that will not be the final appearance. Uh, oh, good. Somebody made that disappear. Thank you. I did. <laughs> the Rock thanks you for that. <laughs> the Rock, that does he? I don't give a shit. He might. He? he might. I would love it if The Rock talked to me. <laughs> we'd just be buddies. We'd hang out. We'd talk about stuff. Yeah. Rock buddies. What? You don't want to be friends with anyone, Tony? No, you asked if you were going to be friends with The Rock. The Rock wouldn't have anything to do with you. Why not? What's wrong with me? 
<laughs> What's wrong? With- he put his hat on. You're friends with me. What does that say about you? I'm not saying that I would be friends with The Rock either, but The Rock. But I want really? The Rock to be fr- friends with me. I want The Rock. But to be why? Like, what like- are you? What are you offering The Rock? Are you going to buy Zoa? Tons. I got. Are you going to buy too many uh, fucking vodka? I'm a great Tony. guy. Tony, are you telling you? Are you telling us that Matt's not a great friend? No, Matt is a great friend. Would he so be The Rock's friend? The rock... Would The Rock? Please. Why, why wouldn't The Rock, rock want to be friends with me? Friend? Cause then he'd have to buy you a truck, and he ain't buying you. No, a truck. I don't want him to buy me shit. Come on, watch want to be some football. Why not? He'd watch cool some football. To... You're gonna sit there and watch the USFL with him? No, <laughs> it's not the USFL anymore. It's whatever. Whatever it's the UFL. UFL. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kyle chiming back in. Zoa stinks. So there you it's go. Not, yeah, I'm with him. It's not very good. Uh, Matthew Birch, if The Rock gave you one of his vests, would you proudly wear it in public? Not no, really. you don't wear memorabilia in public. What's wrong with you? No. Justin Girl, says I Matt wants to play that. Fortnite with The Rock. I don't know if The Rock would like what's said on the headset. <laughs> <laughs> well, The Rock was a character in Fortnite. He was the foundation a couple of Was he? I killed John Cena every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, somebody you, know, you could play as a John Cena skin, Kevin. You can also play, I haven't seen There's many skin. of them, but uh, Bianca Belair and um, what's her name right in there? Becky Lynch. Or oh, really? I haven't, what? Yeah. Hold on, Matt. What's a skin? What does that it's mean? It's just your character. Your character. Yeah. You could be different characters. Tony likes to be women. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I do it's it for my really, squad mates. It's really weird. Nah, Gets we me excited. Maybe, maybe See? he's empowering. Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe I'm wearing my period panties too. Oh. You do. Is that really gross? You at HK? Oh, I fucking hate it. Oh, oh, so you would not. So when we talked to Priscilla Kelly about that spot, you wouldn't have. <sighs> the we got two spot. great stories that night. We got the tampon spot and we got doo-doo art from Darby Allen. Yeah. yeah. That put us on the map. Yeah. yeah. Doo-doo. Gotcha. No, Darby would make art out of doo-doo. This oh, was good. your stupid idea. This is, the... <laughs> this is my this is my big are surprised this, face. Are these are these all me? No. But who was that? That was you. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't you start with that, Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Nobody oh. asked you! <laughs> what a package. We're just slowly, week by week, destroying what we've built because I'm of the coming. soundboard. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming hard. Not on WWE <laughs> TV anymore. So the Jesus. so um the lady the lady blood freaks you out HK? Yeah, yeah, not not uh not here for that. Not here for that. Well, you're married. What do you do with, you know? Oh, really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just whoa. asking. It's a it's whoa. what? Oh. Come whoa. on, man. If you want to if you want to talk to my wife about you talk to her about that. Yeah, I'm talk not, to her yeah. directly, bro. Uh, yeah. Offline. That should, be a, that should be a separate podcast on the network. Like a dead soldier in the bathroom. What do you do? Oh, come on. What do you do? Do you pick it up? Do you flush it? Do you Save throw it Private out? Ryan! Do you throw a towel over it and call it a day? I'll be back here if you need me! I think you I just look. ignore and keep walking. Interesting. All right, well, let's you... break. Well, do you want, maybe we'll ask our guest. No, please don't. My God. Why? Man. No. Why? You're going to ask him about foot jobs at some point tonight, so... This this is where we're going. Flush that we're... fucker. 
See, there you go. We are joined right now by uh, <laughs> Bay Chubby Dudley Ra- Ragney. Did I say it right? There you go. Yeah, yeah, you go. All right. I'll fuck it up at least two times during this talk. So, <laughs> how are What's you tonight, up? sir? Like, we're talking about fucking bobbing knobs, fucking toilets flushing. What else we got going on here? I mean, it's going to be an interesting ride. I can tell already. We're all we're all over. Uh, we're all we're like the we're like the ECW locker room in 1995-96. There's like. De- Devin Storm's in the corner reading his books, right? <laughs> but then someone's doing a line off of off of a uh, you know some street rat that the public uh, enemy uh, just brought uh, in the back door. It's chaos. No, I was a point. I'm sorry. I'll leave my hands down here. It's complete. I, I, chaos. I was going to say where 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 are the drugs? Where are the somas? And where are the fucking uh, cases of beer and everything else? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm drinking some wine. Cheers. Yeah, I got you. I got you covered on alcohol. That's 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 the that's the stuff. I did. I did too, but then I I can't. I don't think I can finish this. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, disgusting. Wait, so, matter of, what was the name of that? What was the name of that uh, prostitute? With uh, oh, oh uh, Desiree Peterson? No, no Desiree Peterson. No, 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 no. Oh, My God, um, Divine Brown. Um, that was Divine it. Brown. Yes, with, with with what was it? What was his name? Grant Hughes, the actor. Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. That's oh my! And, yeah. and Stevie carries her out, and and Raven yeah. just looks at her and she goes, "She's not dirty enough for me. I don't want her." <laughs> oh my god! Shared the locker room with some interesting people. She like I remember just like shit's getting really fucking crazy now. <laughs> like when the, there, there's a known worldwide known prostitute walking around the locker room. How do you how do you deal with something like that? Are you just like ah, this is par for the course. This is wrestling. Are you like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, like what's going through your mind seeing all this stuff? I, I mean, if it was any other locker room beside ECW, it it would have been like shocking. But the fact that it was ECW, it was like nothing was shocking because you never knew what to expect when you walked in the locker room. Like, who was going to be there? Did did you actually like go into like an ECW locker room or an ECW event thinking that it was a job or was it just like what the heck like no no not at all it it was just it was craziness it really was <laughs> so I was doing research on you today before the show and okay. I I'll, I'll tell you if it's true or not I no I feel. I fever. I am ninety nine point nine percent sure. I have an Easy Rider autograph picture somewhere, uh, and I can't fucking find it anywhere, and it's driving me nuts. So, are you from? Are you from the Philly area? We're from Jersey. Okay. So I feel like you were at some event. My father used to deliver water for a water company, and there was a weird event, and there were all these random athletes there. And I swear to God, I have an Easy Rider, like little, like eight by ten, and I can't find it, and it drove me nuts. I searched for it for hours. Where yeah, he was looking for it? Oh my God! Where, where do you remember where the event was? Oh, I'd have to go, and I'd have to find the other little pictures, because um, everybody had like I guess the, the whatever the event was, the pr- the promoter made up everybody's own little pictures. Who else was and there? Then, who else did you? Who else? Did yeah. You who, uh, Misty Blue was there. Hillbilly cousin Luke, staples uh, of New Jersey. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, it was all like Jersey people. Um, oh, fuck. There was a promotion in Jersey that I had hooked up with uh, in my time uh, between Eastern Championship Wrestling and going back as a Dudley. Um, I want to say Eastern States Wrestling? They were based out of Jersey. That sounds familiar. And Cousin Luke was involved, because I worked Cousin Luke on a show, and he beat the fucking piss out of me. I felt like I was run over by a truck. Um, But what's... uh, uh, Manny Manny the Bull Fernandez was the booker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to find more. I'll I'll have to DM you. Let me know, yeah. Yeah. So I saw that today, and I feverish. I texted these guys. I was like, "Fucking Chubby Dudley was Easy Rider." I have a fucking yeah. autograph somewhere in my yeah. house. So he, what he does, he has like scrapbooks full of autographs and ticket stubs and all this That's great awesome. stuff. So like, I figured it had to have been in one of those, Matt. It wasn't. I fucking feverishly looked through all of them. Wow. But um, uh, we we know your wrestling career. We, uh, me and Tony have been to the arena, and I'm pretty sure Tony was there during the the Chub, Chubby Dudley area era. Jesus Christ! Wow, half a, half of one of these shitty fucking drinks. I was say, what are you drinking over there? I can't no, this, speak this, the English language. It's I'm a this, disaster. Yeah, it's just him. Uh, but me and Tony lived the Chubby Dudley area. I'm done. Yeah, era. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. My God, man. <laughs> So uh, we were at the arena, um, okay. and obviously Kevin and handsome Kevin ECW fans, like you worked as Easy Rider, you did a bunch of tag stuff when they were Eastern, and then you come back as part of the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. Were you given the option to be a different type of Dudley, or you were like, I'll be Chubby Dudley? Um, the whole thing happened because of Stevie Richards. Me and, uh, me and Richards went to um, Tri-State Wrestling School together. So we were friends. We worked indies together. We used to travel a lot. We used to, um, we used to like every other Saturday night ride up to Iron Mike Sharp School up in Bricktown, New Jersey, to get some nice. ringside in. Um, and in the early days of ECW, actually, Richards was the very first match in ECW TV or in ECW history against Jimmy Janetti. And Jimmy Janetti is the guy that finished both my training and Richards' training. And um, and then I ended up being the first match in TV history, which is kind of weird. But um, at that time, in the early days of ECW, they uh, Todd and Larry Winters stopped using Richards. And he would come to all the shows, and they just stopped using him. And my tryout match was against Richards, too, now that I think about it. Um, so fast forward, you know, I, as the Hell Riders were let go from uh ECW with the Gilbert era that was there and I was out doing the indies and Richards somehow got back in and hooked up with Raven and became dancing Stevie Richards and they uh, do this gimmick with um, the Dudleys. They bring the Dudleys in and I was watching it on TV and I was like, holy fuck, I I look like a Dudley. (laughs) Like I could be a Dudley. And uh, a few weeks later, Little Snot got in a car accident and he was out and Richards called me up. He goes, "Hey, we have an opening, and I think you'd be perfect to be a Dudley. Do you want to? Do you want to come in and try for the spot?" I was like, "Fuck yes!" He's like, "Well, come down, meet me at the the Philly Marriott after the the arena show this Saturday. I'll introduce you to Paul." And uh, I'm in the lobby of the Marriott. I'm talking with Richards, and 
Paul comes walking up. Before Richards even says anything, Paul goes, oh, my God, another fucking Dudley. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah, and, and, he, and he goes, uh, do you have a tie-dye? I said, no. He goes, get a tie-dye. He goes, what do you want your gimmick to be? And I was always a huge uh, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin mark. I said, I want to be Studly Dudley. He goes, no, not happening. You're Chubby Dudley. Bring your tie-dye and bring food. And that's just how it'll happen. <laughs> Can you explain from your, your perspective on the evolution of the Dudley phenomenon from ECW? Like, what what does that mean to you? And what does being a part of that mean to you? And how can you explain how amazing the two guys eventually became? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, seriously, that's, I mean, uh, Bubba and Devon just, wow. From what, because um, they both came in after me. And when they both right. came in, um, and I've been on record saying this, and I've even said this to Devon, um, me and Devon last time we talked about five years ago. When they when they came in, they were very green. Um, and I thought at the time I was a better worker. And I was a little like, yeah, like, I wonder why I'm not getting a shot, why they're not putting me in the ring. And, you know, as even in the short time, I was seeing their progression. And I was like, all right, I, I get it. There's way bigger opportunity with these two guys than using me. So I got that. Um, and then the, the evolution, you know, we were sideshow. We were comedy relief. We were just fun and games, opening match, second match, um, give everybody their laughs and go about their business. And then when they brought Devon in and they were starting to hold feud with Bob and Devon, things started to change. And the big... Um, the big true change was um, the the Natural Born Killers show in '96, where it was Bubba and Big Dick against Devon and Axel Rotten, and that match was I I truly feel the groundbreaking match in the history of the Dudleys that changed everything for them, and from there on, you know, they just. They took the ball and ran with it. And as the spots kept opening up with guys getting signed to go up to either WCW or WWF or E at the time, um, they took the ball and ran with it. And it, it became, they, they became, you know, the draw. They became it. And then they took it up to Vince. And, you know, we saw how many of the local boys, not like your Cactus Jacks, your Austins or people like that, that got signed, but, the local homegrown talent from ECW, how many of them did we see get that shot? And in a few months they were back because they couldn't cut it. You never saw that with them. You saw them grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and become quite possibly the greatest tag team of all time. Are you surprised that we're, you know, 30 years, almost 30 years later and, and you're still doing interviews and people are excited? Because, like, we did, we just had Kyle on. You just did the Apron Bump podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I saw that he had Chubby Dudley on, I instantly followed you. And I was like, we need to have fucking Chubby <laughs> Dudley on the show. Like, I was genuinely excited for that. Did you realize, and I'm sure this is a hard question to ask, but at the moment when you're doing this in 1996, that, like, you would leave a footprint on the wrestling industry? 
the way you have? No. I, I, here, here's at 1995 and 96 when I was there as a Dudley, what I knew was and what I said to myself every show, I am part of wrestling history. I am part of something special. And the way I was looking at it, it was the way I looked at being a kid and watching world class or NWA, um, mid South, uh, UWF stuff like that, that really got me hyped and excited to watch. I felt it was as special and magical as that, but truly that, I mean, the word to use is extreme and that's what it was. And I, I didn't think because yeah, I remember too, 95 96 the internet was really kind of just starting they're really i didn't even have a fucking computer i couldn't afford a computer at the time so i didn't even know what the internet was i would see commercials on like for the nfl for prodigy and all this shit. i'm like what the fuck is this like i don't even know what the hell's going on and and then people would say to me oh like there's like wrestling chat rooms i'm like what's a chat room like i i don't know what the hell's going on and they were starting to do like cyber slam conventions and stuff so it was a whole new era. And, you know, looking back now, 30 years later, I'm more popular now than I was then. It's And it's fucking crazy. I got to ask you, I'm going back. I'm looking through some of the matches that you had in the old Eastern Championship Wrestling. And you've wrestled... You've wrestled so many people that like we know from the area. So, for instance, I'm seeing names like the Metal Maniac on here. I'm seeing, of course, the Super Destroyers. Glenn Osborne is on here. What was it like being in Eastern Championship Wrestling as opposed to being in, you know, what became Extreme Championship Wrestling? Like, what was what was that run like? Because it's it's when you go back and look at it, like, yeah, it's kind of the same lineage, but. Altogether, it it's was a not, different beast of a promotion. Not, it's yeah. totally not. It's so different. It was complete night and day. And I might be one of the, you know, truly only ones beside maybe Sandman yeah. and, Todd, and Todd Gordon that was there in the true Eastern Championship Wrestling era and then back at the Extreme era. There wasn't yeah. many that were able to do both. Um, and it was complete night of day. And I came from Tri-State Wrestling Alliance. That's where I was trained. And I was set to debut um, in February of 92. And Joel pulled the plug in January 92. So, and I was a huge fan, Mark, supporter of Joel Goodhart. And still to this day, and I'm going to, I'll say about that in a few minutes. But I thought Tri-State Wrestling Alliance was un. Tri-State Wrestling Alliance was that magic that Extreme Championship Wrestling was. If if Joel had TV, there, there it, it would have been a different thing. We might not have ever had ECW or Extreme Championship Wrestling because what Joel was doing is pretty much kind of what um, Paulie ended up doing with Extreme. So when he went out of business and Todd takes over, Todd wanted to get away from the hardcore stuff. He didn't want no parts of it. So I'm now coming into this this locker room, and I was there from, from minute one. You know, the, the day Joel closed, the meeting was called that night um, by Bob Artis at the Springfield Skating Rink, where Bob has been running the skating rink for probably 40 years. Um, and all the boys met there, and he announced, you know, we're, we're closed up. Tri-State's no more. Joel's no more. 
but Todd Gordon's taken over, and we're now Eastern Championship Wrestling. All right, great. There, we have a place. We're, we're not dead. We have a place. Yeah. But it was so different. It was the same locker room of boys for the most part. It was mostly the same locker room, but Todd wanted no hardcore stuff. He wanted to be like a fresh star and distance himself from Goodhart. And he was kind of like going for like a WWF product at the time. It was it was horrible, horrible. I thought the shows sucked, and, and I, I was like very you know I was happy once I got my spot and I was in. I was happy about it, but you know we were trying to get TV and we're doing these pilots and things like that. And he's bringing these names in, and I'm saying to myself, these shows are the drizzling shits. Like I used to pop for the Goodhart shows. I I would whether I was in the locker room watching or uh, you know uh, in the stands watching, I would fucking pop for the boys, for for the the names. I didn't fucking pop for the early Eastern Championship wrestling shows. There was nothing making me pop. There was nothing. No, I was getting no chills. Nothing. Not Gino Caruso wasn't doing it for you. <laughs> Gino worked. He only worked a couple shots. I, yeah, I remember Gino was there. Kodiak Bear was there. That those are all. I worked. I worked Bear. Yeah, I worked Bear a couple shots. Where, as a matter of fact, somebody asked uh, Jay Sully. I interviewed Jay Sully last night. He said, "Where the hell's the Kodiak Bear?" <laughs> Funny story, bear. I actually managed the Kodiak Bear against a match against Jimmy Snuka in West Orange, New Jersey. Really? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I missed my spot. I was supposed to distract somebody. Like, <laughs> totally, totally up, uh, and then I got hit by a softball by a kid. Uh, in, <laughs> softball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Kids bringing the weapons to the ring now, right? Well, because it was right it – was, it was right uh, – adjacent to the batting cages okay in, in the high school so they literally came and like grabbed these softballs and just started chucking them at me that's hysterical <laughs> and, and nailed it uh that's hysterical. what was your relationship like professionally though with todd gordon and what was your encounters like with paul Heyman, both uh first and second um with todd i, I always and he, he and he hit me up recently too. Um, I always thought me and Todd had a great relationship early on. Early on, I'll say this: early on, I was helping behind the scenes with um, doing promotions. You know, when we would get shows booked, um, I was one of the guys that would go go down the Carby W. get all the, the flyers, the, the telephone pole posters or whatever, and I would go out to the neighborhoods and all, and I was the one paper in the town. Um, so I thought our relationship was always good. He always treated me good, um, respectful, and when it then became extreme, I saw it was a different Todd. Like, Todd was believing his own hype, you know, and it, I mean, and I get it, because we went from doing those sh shitty, crappy shows in, in these bars, drawing 200 people to now you're literally sardining people with a shoehorn into a building that maybe should have held a thousand and there's 1500 people in there. And I don't know how people were breathing. There's no <laughs> air conditioner. No, and, we, we didn't breathe. We didn't, we yeah. didn't, we did not breathe. Yeah. I, I mean, 
he was part of something that really started a true revolution. And it's kind of hard for any person to not get caught up in that. I mean, we all did. We It was like living like rock stars. I, I mean, anything and everything you wanted was at your beck and call. It, it was crazy. Um, going to Paul... So, Paul was brought in by Eddie. Those two were very good friends for many years. They were roommates at one time. Um, Eddie brought Paul in on the very second set of ECW TV tapings. And Paul was just... I, I remember he walked in, and I was like, fuck, holy dangerously. Shit's getting real now. <laughs> and um, he was just very quiet. Very quiet, just you can tell. Just observing, quiet, soaking it all in. And when I went back, you know, it was Paul was Paul. But we always had, I guess, you know, a good relationship. There was never a problem. And I even at one time, because I was promoting my own shows, and he knew that. And I pulled him aside one time, and I said, hey, look, uh, you know, I'm promoting shows. And would you mind if I had some of the boys work for me from time to time. And he said, not at all. He said, all I ask is, you know, just come to me, ask me, and just please use them respectfully. Okay. Nice. There was something that you mentioned earlier, too, and I think it's a bit of a lost art, papering the towns. I remember when I was younger. I don't see. That's the thing. Like, I think everybody just relies on, like, Facebook and other social media so much now. But like even as like like maybe 10 15 years ago like I would still see around town every once in a while if somebody was coming through with a show they'd have the posters up on the telephone poles they'd have them in like the convenience stores and the delis and the other shops on like Main Avenue and whatnot I think that's completely gone man and to yeah. hear you say that it brings back a lot of memories just seeing those posters and you know like like hey there's a wrestling show you don't yeah. people don't realize how much of a walk up business they're losing out on by not doing that by not leaving a stack of tickets with the deli saying like hey could you sell these for me or whatnot yeah i mean that's how you know when i was promoting shows in the 90s and early 2000s you know when i would put together my budget for each show i had on every show you know, a $200 budget at the time for my posters and my flyers. Yeah. And then just somebody from the locker room, Hey, would you mind just putting these around town? And, and they went out and did yeah. it. Yeah. Lost art, man. Lost art. You brought back a great memory for me with that. When you, uh, when you go back and watch some of these ECW shows that you were on, um, and you see some of the chair shots that you received, <laughs> it, are, it, it's, it's, I know my problems now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, look, I look, I get it. I was fucking 15 years old when I found ECW. I worked at a lumber yard. I decided I was going to take a, a razor knife and try and give myself the Sabu scars <laughs> on my chest. Like he really did. I thought ECW was the fucking coolest thing. But man, you watch back and you, and you see some of those chair shots. And then it's a lot of people are no longer with us. Like hindsight. What do you feel when you when you go and you see that? Like some of those, you, like you guys were just and and they were balls, Axel, Big Dick, yeah. Bubba, Devon. They were fucking swinging for the fences, and it was yeah. don't put your fucking hands up because mm -mm. 
it was like you got to fucking take this. Like now, hindsight, how do you feel about all that? You know, it's it's so crazy because that shows you how quick the business changed. Because in 1990, when I started my training and training in '91, um, you're you the way I was taught was, you know, put your hand up and work light and work smooth. You know, it was never about laying it in like that. Um, when it got to extreme, it was a whole new ball game. You had a lane, and especially in Philadelphia, yeah. Any any show in Philadelphia, there there. I used to say, if you can get over in Philly, you can get over in anywhere because you just gained the respect of the hardest fan there is in the country, because they want to see you work tight. They want to see you lay it in. They want to see you swing for the fences with those fucking chairs. And they want to see you take the shot. So I, you know, it got to the point where like I used to be in the ring in 92, 93, you're working light, you're working smooth, you're not feeling nothing. And 95, you know, you're talking your stuff over in the dressing room. And and I, I would say, especially I'd have to say it on ECW shows. But if I was working an indie show, I'd have to say, if I'm working with somebody, I'm like, you better fucking hit me. Just hit me. You're not going to hurt me. Just hit me. Because if you don't hit me, I'm going to fucking hit you. Because you got to make it look good. Yeah. So if I can chime in here, and it's not like ECW was like the only company that did this. Maybe it was more glorified there, but look at the Rock Mankind match at that Royal Rumble where Rock laid chair shot after chair shot after chair shot. Well, that's because it was because of Mick. I I mean, Mick Mick is truly one of those originators of that whole hardcore um, scene and lifestyle and way of working. And if it wasn't for guys like Mick, you know, the whole extreme thing never would have worked. Right. It just, it just elevated. Like it was the time that we were in. It was the late nineties, the early two thousands. It's just what we were accustomed to. Let me ask you this. What was your favorite moment about being an ECW? Ooh. Just that. I, I'll say for the Dudleys, it was definitely natural born killers. Definitely natural born killers. Gotcha. Because yep. I, I, I knew as we were going through the crowd, I was like, this is. This is it. This is the turning point for the Dudleys. Um, so I, I knew that. But any any arena show, like, you know, we would do the arena every three weeks. We did we would do a circle. We'd do an arena, do your TV taping. Then the next two weekends, go around, do other house shows, wherever, and then come back to the arena for the next set of tapings. There, there was nowhere, no nothing matched the energy of that arena. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's something you you can't. And it's funny because up until a couple of years ago, I had not been back to the arena, and I can't believe what they did to it because it's definitely it's beautiful now, but yeah. it's still like a part of your soul hurts if you would ever spend time at the ECW <laughs> arena where you're like, this is not like there's not like spilled beer and. <laughs> And like, who knows what else is on the fucking floor? Like, it's it's just way too nice now. Uh, you know, the last few times I've been back there for a couple conventions or whatever I've been there for, um, I literally just stand there and I'm like, 
trying to get my bearings like because it's so different now i can't even like figure out like where everything was positioned and because right. it's just completely different it, yeah, it, yeah. it really is and and i mean it's beautiful it's a beautiful shithole now back then it was just yes, a shithole it was 100 percent a shithole <laughs> yeah I, so now it's um I, I I like it, but I don't like it. The magic is gone. Let's put it that yeah, way. Absolutely. And um, and for years it was like after ECW closed up, it was kind of like a junkie where every promoter was trying to chase that high that ECW yeah. had and they were trying to run the arena and trying to recapture the magic and you you, you couldn't do it. There's no yeah. way it could be done. Yeah, yeah, to be there. Um so looking through your career and you're um you have your own uh, YouTube channel uh, at uh, Chubby Dudley Official. Um, React and chill with Chubby Dudley. You're going back. You're talking to uh, some of your peers from back in the day. I know you just had a J6 Pack Sully. You've done Tony the Hitman Stetson. Also through your career, I saw that you spent a lot of time working with the Misfits. Um, <laughs> I would love look me and Tony and maybe KJG too. I'm I know Misfits! he's a little younger. But fucking Harley Lewis and Deuce Domino were awesome. Oh, yeah. Domino. Maniacs. Do you have contact with those guys? And I'd love oh, yeah. to see you sit down and do an, uh, an interview with, with those guys. If you're not friends with Harley Lewis on Facebook, you're fucking missing. <laughs> you're missing. They should try. Fuck, what's that? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg should charge people to be friends with Harley Lewis because. <laughs> That fucking dude is the funniest man on Facebook. He is pure entertainment, and he te- he just has the funniest statuses, and he tells the craziest, funniest stories, and everything he fucking says is a 100% shoot. <laughs> man, I fucking love the Misfits. I love the Misfits, and it's such a... I used to, I, in the... Midnight. I mean, when I was in ECW in the mid nineties, I had a wrestling school in Delaware County, and um, it was in a gym. And the front part of the building was the gym, and Harley ran the gym, and I rented a room in the back that I had a ring set up, and I ran the wrestling school. And then we started hanging out, and that lasted like a month because every time we'd go out, we'd go out fucking drinking, and. Uh, <laughs> Somebody would look at Harley wrong, and we're fucking getting in fights. We're in bar fights every fucking time, and we're getting thrown out. And he's like, he fucking looked at me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, crazy. The one person you don't want to fucking look at or get in a fight with is Harley Lewis. That's fucking fantastic. So uh, in my research, I found the clip of you telling the story of – you doing the chubby Dudley gimmick elsewhere and uh, everyone's favorite enforcer, Taz, uh, calling you up at your day job. Uh, but for those not familiar with the, the YouTube video, and I'll put it in the description <laughs> so you can watch, but please share the story. Uh, brother. <laughs> oh, Crazy. <Taz>. So <laughs> I, um, I decided to leave ECW in 96. It was about a month after Spike came in. Because I, I, at that point, it was like, all right, I see the writing on the wall. I'm never getting a shot, never going to work a match. I'm just going to go out every weekend, take chair shots, put through table, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I wasn't even getting paid. So I was like, I was fucking over it. I, I was just over it. Um, 
which I probably should have just said fuck it and stayed because who knows? Because I would just would have. I mean, I was getting. I was on TV every week. I'm in magazines, and I, I just. I mean, it was worth it, but it wasn't. I was just frustrated, so I left. And I was very, very close, tight friends with Dennis Carluzzo. So Dennis was always in my ear, and I used to ha- like during the week I would hang with Dennis. I'd be sitting in diners either at the uh, the Oregon Diner around the corner from the arena, or a diner in Jersey two, three nights a week, sitting there with Dennis. And Dennis was always like, just come work for me. Come work for me. I'll pay you. I'll come on, come work for me. Come work for me. So finally, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So I started working for Dennis. And um, yeah, uh, I, I was delivering pizzas during the week. And uh, phone call, and I pick up the phone. I was working DNC pizza. I'm like, DNC pizza, can I help you? And uh, he's like, Bay. I'm like, yeah, Taz. I'm like, how the fuck does Taz know where I work? First of all, <laughs> I'm in I'm in Upper Darby delivering fucking pizzas. Where, how does Taz know I work? So uh, I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, uh, you're doing our gimmick on the indies. I said, um, okay, it's not really your gimmick. I said, it's my gimmick. He's like, no, it's our gimmick. We own the gimmick. If you don't stop doing the gimmick, I'm going to come to a show and I'm going to stretch you. And I'm like, what? So then I was like, well, I'm like, Taz, like, and I was trying to explain myself and he didn't want to hear it. And, and then he just fucking, we hung up and I'm thinking to myself, and I still 30 years later and I, I want to interview Taz and I want to know, were you going to come to a show and sh- literally stretch me? Were you going to beat my aunt? Like, what were you going to do? <laughs> I, I I'm like I'm very fucking curious. I mean, what was what was the plan here? I mean, we could laugh about it now. It's thirty years later. Yeah, but, but still, you get a call from Taz at your fucking shoot job, and you're like, what in the fuck? And, and he literally he didn't say like I'm going to beat your fucking ass. He said I'm going to stretch you. Like, are you, still working. Are you, <laughs> that was a right. Right. Are, like, are you going to come up to me in a fucking parking lot and stretch me? Like. <laughs> So this that actually kind of reminds me of a question that I've been sitting on for a little while. I don't know if we got to let you go soon, but was there anyone in the ECW locker room that you just like didn't want to talk to or didn't want to fuck with or didn't want to do anything having no involvement with? Taz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, Taz out of he always seemed like the, the least approachable. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Story yeah. checks out. Well, yeah, yeah we... if you. Oh, sorry, ahead, I have to cut you off. I no, mean, no, no, everybody, everybody kind of says like he lived the gimmick, you know. Yeah, yeah, he he was, you know, he used to help with like finishes and stuff like that. And when he would talk to you about your finishes and all, he, he was cool. You know, he he would hear you and and talk things out very respectfully. Um, and, and I'll hey, look, he was. His fucking gimmick and what he was doing was over as fuck, you know. I, I, I have no, no hard feeling. I, I, I think it's funny as shit now, you know. And even then, I was kind of like, "What the fuck?" But you know, not, I have nothing but respect for Taz and and for any any of them. Like I'm nothing but love and respect because they gave me an opportunity 
that 30 years later, like I said, I'm more popular than ever. I'm fucking hanging out with you guys talking about bobbing knobs and flushing toilets and, <laughs> you know, having Dude. fun. Big deal. Yeah. Are you surprised that? Because I know I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Big Dick is the only Dudley that's not with us anymore. Like, yeah. are you surprised that there hasn't been like one of these wrestling conventions that have brought? Like, why not bring in the whole Dudley family and do a gimmick where you could fucking get a picture with all the Dudleys? I get asked this constantly, constantly. Um. I am hit every time one of these ECW conventions happens. I'm hit up. It was very, very, very close to happening. Um, not this one coming up for WrestleMania, but the the, the first one that um, Feinstein and them guys did uh, at the arena. I guess last December, a year ago, December. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, I, I was approached literally six, seven different promoters were trying to put it together. And for one reason or another, didn't happen. Um, I've been approached only three times so far for the the WrestleMania thing. I've heard nothing. You know, I, I get approached, and no money's ever discussed. They're like, "Are you interested? Would you do it?" I'm like, "Absolutely." They're like, "What do you need?" I said, "I, I need trans hotel and yep. just a little bit of cash." You know. That's it. And uh, I'm not fucking difficult to work with. Right. And they're like, all right, do you have connections to get me in touch with the other guys? I'm like, yeah, let me know what you need. And whoop, I don't hear nothing. Do you stay in contact with all the other guys? Uh, I I talk to a sign guy occasionally. We were just texting about two weeks ago. And um, dances with Dudley occasionally as well. Because I, I you know... I've become like the focal, you know, I guess the easier one to get hold of. So people come to me and then they'll ask me and they're like, well, can you reach out to this one? Can you reach out to that one? And, or can you put me in contact? So I put them in contact and these guys don't answer right away. So then they're coming back to me and I'm like, all right, we'll give it another day or two, give it another day or two. And then I'm the one going back and trying to connect the dots. And it just, it just never happens. That's this wild. interview has been like so inspiring. So I'm just trying to like learn more and more and more. Do you that, have a favorite Dudley that's not yourself? Uh, you had to put that part in there. A little bit. <laughs> you can say yourself. If you want if you want to cop out, that'll make for great radio. So do it. Uh, no, you know what? I I felt my gimmick. There was so much that could have been done. We could have had so much fun with my gimmick, and it just wasn't touched on. Um, I thought the funniest one and the one that had initially the biggest upswing of talent was Dances with Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> Tony likes without that. A, without a doubt. Nice. Yeah. It's a great answer. I, mean, I don't think anyone could argue with you, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you, you look at those promos, those old promos, him in the wheelchair and, you know, doing the whole the quarter gimmick. And I, I mean, I remember us filming that stuff like seven o'clock in the morning at the Travelodge. I mean, we were hysterical. Those, there were just amazing classic times. And yeah. Do you have a Travel Lodge story that you can share with us? Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like this. I like where this is going. Oh boy! <laughs> now look, we've had we've had Todd on the show. We've had 
Uh, Devin Storm is a good co- close personal friend of ours. Chris was always he wasn't into that whole scene. No, but you know he was he, he was, was around. He was he around. Setting things. The, we're setting the table. <laughs> yeah, Danny Doring's a friend of the show. Rob Van Dam is a friend of the show. Um, Rob, Rob was in the midst of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we recently we recently had Paul Loria on the show, the Giant Killer. Okay. Mikey Whipwreck's a friend of the show. Mikey was in the midst of a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does not surprise me. Something's got to something's yeah. got to alleviate yeah. the pain from the fucking beatings he took. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, you know, it was it was just insane. Like those, those travel <laughs> after you would come back from the arena. I mean, it was just a full on. It was like Animal House at the hotel. Like as soon as you pulled into the parking lot, there was just people outside, people in the lobby, people in the bar, people in the stairways, people in the elevator. Like there was just people everywhere and everybody was fucked up and <laughs> and it, it was like Woodstock in a cylinder, a cement cylinder. I, I, really minus the, there was just no music going on. It was just it was complete debauchery. It was insanity. You guys created um, your own soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Um, I, I like F- Fonzie, like picked me to be like his party finder. And it was like, hey, Chubby, come on, find, find the party, Chubby. Go on, go get go find the parties, come get me. So I'd be like, <laughs> people pulling me in the rooms and stuff and, and, like fucking bathtubs full of booze and everything, and I'm like, I'll be right back, Fonzie. <laughs> like, go pull him, bring, I, I, and he come in there, and like, it was just crazy. It was just insanity. Like, and everything, like, it, that's where it's it's bad. Like on a celebrity status, because I mean, we were just a bunch of derelicts, and people were just they're they're giving you. It was just giving you sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like, it's just it's very weird very weird Uh, you mentioned you mentioned soundtrack and 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 we don't want to keep you too much longer if chubby dudley had his own entrance you know in the in the era of ecw 95 96 what's your entrance song yeah what song would you pick because paulie wasn't paying for shit he didn't give a fuck so they just played whatever they wanted that you know and that i can't stress enough how important that that was Oh, it's a it's a, you can't watch the fucking Peacock versions of ECW because it's it's ruined. It's so oh my ruined. god the the ghetto version of Natural Born Killers. I I want to throw myself out the window. It's so terrible, and it I, plays for the whole damn match. Like I, I'm, I haven't gotten to that point yet on my React and Chill channel, so I'm dreading it. Um, oh, it's bad. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like little bit things here and there. It's so bad um, even the in, the intro the intro was so iconic and now yep. it's like just just fucking do, do, dumbed do, do, down do, do, yeah do, it's do. so fucking bad really oh okay um <laughs> something to look forward to <laughs> yes i don't i don't you mean uh what song would i use as chubby dudley yeah if you had your own like solo song i don't know that's a good question that's a really good. I I don't know. I used to use. 
It only took the whole interview for me to come up with a good question. No, I've I've never been asked that one. That's serious. I've never been asked that one. Like when I was uh, the Hell Riders, I used to use a song, um, Switchblade Serenade from uh, Spread Eagle. And then when I was on the indies, I was I started doing after I wasn't stopped using the the chubby gimmick, I was calling myself the Hot Shot Bay Ragney, and I was using um, the Howard Stern song with Rob Zombie, uh, American. Oh, Lager. nice. Yeah. All right. So you got something? How about this? How about we have you back on at some point soon, and you can answer that question for us once you have time to mull. I got, I got to, yeah, I got to, yeah. Cause I'm a, I'm a music guy, so I got to really fucking think of that one. Off the top of my head, nothing's, nothing's hitting. I got to think about that. Matt, how do you feel about that? Having him back on with the answer. I love trying to find uh, the ECW Peacock intro. I'll say this because my fiance is in the background over here cooking dinner and she'll get a kick out of this. I'll say, boom, play, boom, play, oh Sh- shine down, <laughs> on diamond eyes. Funny, funny. Oh, that's story. a great song. I love that. No, she hated it, though. That's, but that's fantastic, though. So, funny story about a month ago, about six weeks ago, I was just sitting here in my little space here where I do my stuff and all. And Oh, I know the fucking song. I'll get back to that. I know the fucking song. Um, Boom. <laughs> Boom I, I started listening to like Pantera and I started going down the rabbit hole of Pantera and all these other fucking songs as I'm, and I'm drinking and I'm researching and I had my headphones on and I thought I was like, I thought I'm mouthing the words to myself. Well, here, this went on for like four hours. <laughs> The next day, she starts sending me fucking videos. I was, I was like mouthing and singing like a drunken derelict, and I'm like the the part in Shine Down's uh, Diamond Eyes. I'm yeah. all you hear is boom lay, boom lay, boom lay, <laughs> and it took me two weeks to figure out what the fuck song I was trying to sing. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink to that. There you go. Oh Cheers. My God, that's fantastic. Cheers. But <laughs> okay, shit. Here, here, here's here's the song I would fucking use. Pantera Revolution is my name. Right. Nice. Matt, you know that one? I do know that one. I'm really annoyed because I can't find the fucking intro. To, and uh, did they take him off the network? No, no, they they should be there. You should be able to find it. They took and, some ECW stuff off the network, by the way. I just saw the other day there was like a Google headline. They took some iconic ECW show. They off. took the first pay per view oh, show off the off the network. November to remember? No, uh, Living Dangerously. Living Dangerously. No, they took the no. first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, barely legal. Shit. Barely How legal. do I not remember that first? Because they either were gonna put it back on for mer- like uh, copyright purposes or something like that. Something weird. But they took it off. Really? They put it back on. Stupid. Whatever. Yeah. They'll- I well, Matt, I don't want to steal your last question, so Sorry. feel please feel free to. Right. Uh, Let's do it. Before that, can I? Get, oh I got, no! Yeah, oh, HK, HK, HK hit it. coming back into the Two show. Questions. Two questions. Fire. I got to know. Bay is yeah. that short for something? That's a very unique name. You got to crack the knowledge on Bay. My my real name is Basso. Okay. I'm named, I'm named after my father, Basso Ragney, and my father's nickname was Bay. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I got it. Um, Bass, yeah, Basso Ragney the second. I like Bay it. Ragney. I like it. Yeah. More importantly, uh, you get home right from your day. You're relaxing. Are you wearing socks in the house? Are you taking those socks off? I have really, honestly, I don't think I've worn socks in years. My man! My man! <laughs> it, it could be fucking negative 20, and I'm still not wearing socks. Eat a shit. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what, 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 I'm sorry. What does the shirt say? I, I think I see Italia. Oh, the Ita yeah. What does that say on there? Italia. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Come on. Very South nice. Because, come on. Of course. Of course. Right. The land so, of Deuce Domino, as you said. <laughs> Deuce. Uh, we got, I ask everybody, Chubby Dudley, when was the last time you shit your pants? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so engaged. He's so engaged in this question. I am. Because it's happened. Um, <laughs> Y'all stink. I... I ooh, it was probably about ten years ago. Oh, that long ago, really? Yeah. Right. yeah. Everybody doesn't I, have a leaky was, faucet like you, Tony. Jesus. I was like, I remember I was like driving and racing to try to get home, and oopsie, I fucking hit a bump, and it <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck, and I had to pull over, and then I like, I had um. I was still delivering pizzas fucking years later. Uh, I had a pizza bag in my back seat, and I fucking got that, and I sat on that, so I didn't know. <laughs> Bend over. Let's have fun. There you go. Um, I think the last time I shit my pants was on Christmas, and it wasn't the first time on a Christmas I had shit my pants either. That's so. 2023? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sitting out, oh, having yeah. breakfast, let her rip, and I said, well, got to go to the bathroom. I'm the fucking expert. Holy shit, dude! Literally. Oh yeah, it was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It was like one snuck out, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom." He also admitted to wearing like maxi pads. Before. What? I had a fistula operation about eight or nine years ago, and I had to wear a pad for like a month because no, that the drainage. Wasn't what we were talking about though. Yeah, no, it was. Oh no, we were talking about period underwear. You ever hear of these oh. underwears where you could have your period yeah, and just yeah? yeah. All right. See, I'm not the only one. Dude, you have given a whole new meaning to Shining Wizards. <laughs> this is what we try to do. So every so I was saying earlier, we we actually did a um, what was it WrestleCon? I think it was in uh, yes. in Mon in Monroe when they used to run them. And oh, Legends, Legends of Wrestling. Legends, legends that was it. Legends, yeah. yeah. So we had Ricky Steamboat at the table with us. So every oh, picture nice. that I have with Ricky Steamboat, I've got a maxi pad on. Did Steamboat know? No, it was my secret, of course. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> a lady uh, doesn't tell. <laughs> could you uh, could you imagine how nice he would have been if you told him? He would. Oh, been so he probably nice would have been it. getting me some products and stuff. He would have been like, yeah, "What can I do for probably. you?" How how was it? I never met Steamboat? How was he? Amazing, Great amazing. He loves Larry Zabisco too, by the way. My man, <laughs> nice, very no, legit. Couldn't have been nicer. Like, yeah, had him on the sweetheart show of a guy. Prior, right? Was it prior to that, or was it after? It was around that time. It might have been prior to that. Yeah, it we actually had him on the show. We were promoting it. Yeah, yeah, it was, awesome. it was incredible. Uh, yeah, Ricky, Ricky's good people. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. Um, I mean, he's probably like one of the most like 
underelict people that went through the wrestling business. You can you could just tell there was something like very classy about that guy and respectful. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah everybody should dress their kids up like dinosaurs. <laughs> there you go. I bet you that was wife. Bonnie. I'm sure that was Bonnie. Come on now. Uh it wasn't he was wearing a tight shirt and sweatpants. That was very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, well he's in well, great shape though. Yeah, you would too. Phenomenal like shape. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'd be showing that shit right off. Now. I'm a, I'm in tremendous shape. I'm in tip top. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, React and chill with Chubby Dudley. You just did J Six Pack Sully. Is there uh can we get a, so, uh, let, a let preview? Me, let, What's next? Let me explain the whole channel real quick. So um I was given this idea. Uh so I, I've been doing interviews in the entertainment business for ten years now. And uh one of the guys I became friends with in the music business, uh Ryan Belcher, who played uh bass in Wednesday thirteen and He's got another – he does solo stuff and other stuff. And he's also got, like, a nerd channel where he goes around the fucking world, like, recapturing, like, movie and TV locations out of, like, classic stuff and all. He's a huge wrestling fan. And it was before Thanksgiving of 2022. Or no. Yeah, 22. He, he uh, sends me a text, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. He's like, yo, are you up? I got an idea. I'm like – yeah, call me. So he calls me. He goes, yo. He goes, I came home from my gig tonight. I'm laying in bed. I'm watching ECW on YouTube. And I thought to myself, I'd love to hear Bay's thoughts on the match, any backstage information, drama, any any insight on all this stuff. He's like, dude, I think you should do a reaction channel and just literally go back and watch ECW TV. And I was like, holy fuck, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a great idea. So I started doing it. And the shocking thing, like, it's first of all, it's going to take me a long fucking time to do this. I'm, I'm still uh, a year later. I'm only not even six months into this whole thing. But the, the, the reaction I'm getting from people, they're really interested. I, and it shocks me. They want to know about Eastern Championship Wrestling. And I'm like, why? Like, what? And they're very curious and they're constantly asking questions. So I was like, I'm, I've been doing interviews for years. I might as well be interviewing the fucking ECW people. So I've started reaching out. And uh, a month and a half ago, I've interviewed Hot Body, Stetson, Glenn Osborne, Ernesto Benefica, you know. <laughs> It's, who who would like you know? People wanted to know. They were like, "This fucking guy's going out there." So Ernesto came on and sat me for two hours and told his story. Somebody who we haven't heard from in thirty years, Jay Sully, Six Pack Sully. I fucking put a thing out three weeks ago. I'm like, I need people to help me find Jay Sully, JT Smith, and Tigra. Well, I got a message. Here's Jay's phone number. I'm like, yep. get the fuck out of here. I fucking shoot a text. He's like, yep, call me. We got it hooked up. Nice. So, and everything that I thought in my head about Jay, I was completely wrong. Every aspect of it, how he got the job, uh, where he came from, was he a, a fan? Did he know what the hell he was doing? Like, everything was fucking wrong. And I also thought, that Gilbert was trying to ax him the whole time and he wasn't like everything I thought was completely wrong. 
that, that's so crazy how time changes literally everything. And I'm just going to let you know real quick. I saw that you were wearing a Flyers hat. I'm a diehard New uh, New Jersey Devils fan, so I apologize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah, that, for that, for that loss. I had to do yeah. it. I had to do it. I had to all do right. it. That's all right. But, uh, but uh, Matt, if you want to take over from now. Well, Bay, it's been an absolute pleasure. Follow Chubby Dudley Official on YouTube and Facebook. Subscribe. I just did to react Thanks, and chill. Guys. And, uh, you know. You One know, more I, thing. One more love, thing. I would love a scoop on JT Smith. I, I'm, I've been given two phone numbers, and I've texted both numbers, and I got no response. So um, if anybody out there knows where JT Smith is and Tigra, let me know. I'm fucking still searching for them. But one more thing. I, I announced this on an interview two weeks ago. And I really want to push this full fucking blast. And, I mean, some of you guys are from the Philly area. So you you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay? I feel in that ECW arena, 2300 arena, whatever the hell you want to call it, in that fucking arena, there should be a banner hanging up. And we got to show respect for five guys. Because if it wasn't for these five guys... There'd be no fucking hardcore wrestling in the Philadelphia area. There'd be no extreme wrestling because they were the ones that laid the foundation and the groundwork for that whole scene to happen. Okay? And I want to see a banner with their names on there because they fucking deserve it. And everybody should show me some that they, these guys some respect. And that's Johnny Hotbody, Tony Stetson, Larry Winters, the late, great Larry Winters, DC Drake, and fucking Joel Goodhart. Those five guys put everything together to make what ended up becoming ECW and extreme and hardcore wrestling in Philadelphia. They were throwing each other off fucking balconies. They were doing barbed wire matches. They were fucking doing everything and bleeding like stuck fucking pigs all throughout pinfalls anywhere in Philadelphia pinfalls anywhere in Jersey. They fucking Larry winners with a broken leg. They cut his cast off in the ring and use it as a weapon. I mean, they were doing this shit before any of the extreme happened they deserve respect they deserve to be honored they deserve a fucking banner hanging from those rafters and i want everybody to constantly bombard the 2300 arena or whoever's in charge of putting them banners up there and please let's get a whole fucking campaign going and get those guys respect 100 percent. who is in charge of that i don't know i do maybe, not know maybe we should be I mean, I, I've I've started slowly like tagging them and stuff. They see I've started doing this, and I'm I'll fucking share out a clip of me saying this again, and I'm gonna keep doing it. I want to fucking see it happen. You know, those fucking guys changed the business. I'm sorry, but they changed the fucking business, especially in Philadelphia. This is a Fugazi hardcore Hall of Fame. This is like the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. It is. How is the Blue Meanie in there? But Raven is not in there, and fucking Stevie Richards is not in there. I mean, Blue Meanie was part of one of. Let's go a step further. You mentioned the WWE Hall of Fame. How does the WWE, this multi-billion-dollar fucking company, have a full Hall of Fame? But there's no Hall of Fame to go and visit. Yeah, that's a whole. That's that's a whole. That's a whole different conversation. Yep. I think the, the. I think the honor is still respectable. Like. There should it's, be a hall. They should put together a hall of fame somewhere. I agree, hundred percent. It's just doesn't. It's it's been it's been 
argued for years and doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon, which is unfortunate. Ridiculous. Because the wrestling business today is so fucking mainstream and it's beyond anything that any wrestling fan from 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago ever would have thought. It's way bigger, I feel, now than the explosion of the Hogan era. It's like seeing like a guy like Randy Orton in the Hall of Fame is like is just like, whoop, like okay, Randy Orton. Yeah. Like I saw Randy Orton when he was twenty years old wrestle, right. and now like, it's just it's bizarre. It's very weird when you know. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Bay, this has been an absolute absolute uh, pleasure. We'd love to have you back great. on because absolutely think- anytime. This has been a blast. Yeah, man, and. uh and we will be in touch. And I'll see if I can find that eight by ten or whatever it was. Yeah, that that would be a that'd be fun to see. So somebody sent me a, a message too. Like they're like, oh yeah, I, I got uh, an autograph of you uh, at Cabrini College. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> and they showed me. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see if I could find it. Uh, Bay Ragney, Chubby Dudley, official on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, his Twitter is at Bay Ragney. If you go there, he's got a link tree, and all the links are up there. You can follow him on all social media platforms. Bombard Twenty Three Hundred Arena. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Fuck yeah. Bay, enjoy the rest of your night, man. You we'll too, talk guys. soon. Thank Be you. Be good, Cheers. brother. Thanks, Bay. Cheers. Thank you. I did finish this nasty fucking drink, by the way. Of course you did. Good for you. You're fucking gorilla. That's why. You're not a quitter, is what you are. You're not a quitter. It was not. It was hard. It was a tough pill to swallow, as the kids Have said. another. Oh, God, no. Have another. Go get it. Not gonna make it. Uh, we I, we can we do we want to talk any AEW when we come back or do we just want to shoot the shit a little bit when we come back? Because I got a couple things I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah, we could shoot the shit. We can shoot the yeah. shit, bro. Uh, let me plug this Ow. in here. Yeah, I had some Kevin still here, by the way. Hi, HK. What? What happened? Are we doing something? Waiting what on happened? KJG. Oh, back after this. Oh, wait, was that what we were doing? I thought that was Thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tees store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast, and the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive, and believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. It's time for your weekly lineup of shows on The Shining Wizards Network. On Mondays, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain. Featuring the year of Duke and Rogue. Covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy L. Telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. 
Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 screams or less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's The Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money. Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's an inconclusive breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Rea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. And Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north-of-the-border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. For centuries, women have tried to enhance the size of their breasts because women know that itty-bitty titties just don't stack up. After all this time, 21st century technology has provided the ladies with a modern miracle of science. Introducing Curvecrafter 5000 for the ultimate in cleavage construction. A technological breakthrough with two simple suction cups. Ladies, you can suck your way to the size of your dreams. And if you act now, you get the sweater stretcher absolutely free to guarantee firmness and a full bosom that people with any pronouns will enjoy. For the Curve Crafter 5000 and the free sweater stretcher, call now at 551-333-1030 for only $29.99 plus $5 shipping and handling or send check or money order to the address on your screen. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I think I'm going to get me one of them Curve Crafter 5000s for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> the remix. What are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's two simple fuck. suction cups. I, I get the concept. I just don't. Um... <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. We're really just letting anyone advertise with us, huh? <laughs> Listen, uh, those I... guys at Inconclusive Inventions, man, they're coming up with the good shit. I Holy wanted to fuck. I wanted to ask you guys something because something happened to me yesterday morning, and I was in a. It was a. Were you bit sucking of a, your way to bigger, beautiful breasts? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's 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 not what I was going to ask you about. Uh, so that's the, only, that's the only question that matters. Yesterday morning, right? I'm uh, taking care of business, right? Dropping a grumper, and I get a massive nosebleed. You ever Come been in that? Out. Have you ever been in that fucking position before? You're taking a grumper and fucking your nose just starts gushing, where it shoots all the way back up. It's Are we all fucking dying? What is going on I'm here? Fucking, I'm just I'm handling my business, and all of a sudden, a fucking my nose is just gushing blood. I'm the only one. Yeah, I mean, I've never had a nosebleed while I was taking a shit. Huh. Well. 
This is I mean, I've grunted today, to give myself floaters before, but not a bloody nose. No, no, no. And it wasn't even. It was just. It was. A, it was just beginning, right? It was just in the beginning stages. And all of a sudden, just gushing blood out of my nose. I'm trying to take a shit, right? <sighs> yeah, that's um. Uh, I would call your doctor as soon as possible. Well, you go ahead and call him. I don't think he wants to talk to you. Uh, I, <laughs> I would call you. Uh, you fucking ass. No, fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Yeah. All right, you want Kevin outraged tonight? You got it right now. For that, for that piece of shit little, uh, little snarky douchebag remark. <laughs> fuck you. Eat a shit. Thank you. <laughs> so it's just an experience. I thought maybe, maybe I'd you're ask fucking, you guys. You're a fucking piece of shit. Pussy. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you, Kevin. All right. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. Fuck uh, <laughs> I love I love balls. <laughs> I love cocks. Wait a second. Mott Spock says that's awesome. We're friends for a reason. All right. Mott Spock, I guess it's happening to him. Yeah, he also said serious, though. You should call the doctor. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I meant. I'm just asking All right. KJD, let me know what the doctor says. <laughs> Fuck you. Tell me what that fucking Buffalo Saber hat says. You fucking oh, my God. My fucking shit on it. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to do yeah, that. Yeah, there you go, Tony. Piece of shit, jerk off. Is what you are. What's oh. the <laughs> what's, with, what's with the rage? What's so? Why are you raging so hard? It, I get triggered sometimes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back immediately. Eventually. Like, oh, we're not gonna get text later, are we? Immediately. Yeah, I'm gonna apologize eventually. for it. Obviously, <laughs> I like Kevin, but it was that moment that made me react the way that I did, and I it's gonna hate him for it. Oh, he's coming. Uh, it, <laughs> it was just such a snarky little fucking douchebag thing to say. Because I knew what I'm I said. I'm gonna get to touch your body. Was wrong, and you still fucking had to go there. I'm gonna That's get to riveting. touch your body. That'll be nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> so get that checked out, buddy. We just so you guys know, for picks, for picks. The Elimination Chamber is this Saturday at 5 a.m., which means picks for the Elimination Chamber need to be in at Friday. on Friday night. Okay? Friday. Friday night. This is what the Chamber looks like. All right? Judgment Day defends the tag titles against the new Catch Republic. That's right. I can't make that. The, f- the new <laughs> Catch Republic. Wait, What? That's what they're calling Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. New Catch Republic, NCR. I didn't know that, but I love this that. This sounds like I a fucking terrible GCW tag team. Yeah, it's a great team, man. They they actually got rid of the No, the team is they... great, but that's like Air Boom or Jamaican Me Crazy or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, Air Boom was me crazy. the worst. Air Boom was the worst. Oh, God, Air Boom. It was Evan Bourne and uh, Kofi Kingston, right? Yep. Uh, in the women's elimination chamber, we're going to have Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, ah! Naomi, and the winner of a battle royal. Of uh, course. And, and whoever wins that gets the women's world championship match at WrestleMania. Wait, who's in the battle royal? Do we know? 
Uh, Doesn't matter. Becky Lynch is winning the elimination chamber no matter what. I just wanted to know what a worman was. Yeah. Worman. It's a you'll Google it on your own time, buddy. I got you. Rhea, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax for the women's world championship. Oh, excuse me. And then the men's elimination chamber for a heavyweight title match against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 40. Claymore, Orton, Lashley, Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. I tell you what, that's a that's all a stack of uh, elimination chambers you can ask for. So that takes place. I'm sure we'll get something announced tonight, or maybe I doubt they'll do anything Friday. But uh, yeah, I I will not be waking up at five o'clock in the morning to watch a WWE program. But God bless you if you do. I will. Boom. Oh five o'clock in the morning. Oh hell yeah, I will. Why not? You're oh, I fucking go, going on. You're out your balls. You'll be up at 5 a.m. to watch Elimination ah, Well, he might not go to sleep That's got to be a T-shirt. That. You're out of your balls. That's got to be a T-shirt. Um, <sighs> yes, I will watch it. I'm not saying I you won't, well, you won't watch it live. How much you want to bet me? I don't know. Five bucks. Okay. that's what I'll be in for Tree Fitty. <laughs> if Tony wants to bet me $350. No. That's tree fitty. Oh, tree fitty. Okay, that's different. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> make sure we send our picks in by Friday night, gang. Please. Tony, so you mentioned something on Fortnite the other night. Um, you just want you, KJG, you're more than welcome to jump in on this too. Tony wants to open his Christmas presents because he's tired of them sitting around. Uh, and I know, KJ, you feel bad because you have not had an opportunity to send yours yet, but I don't. I think we can do Christmas in July whenever that happens. But I can't it's listen to Tony. It's going to happen. I know. I can't listen to Tony complain about this any longer. So, I, what's in Tony? How about this? Easy solution. Tony, stop complaining. Well, what? What? Just open them. That's open not very things. nice. No, because it's going to make me feel bad. And if that doesn't mean anything to you, then that's a different story. Well, what if Brundon got me a gift that's going to expire like March first, and it's already? What are you going to get? You fucking peanuts or something? Like what? Maybe I don't know. I didn't open it. I think peanuts have a longer shelf life. What did he get you? Like a, an animal? Did he get you a cat? Did the cat's been sitting there <laughs> for? <laughs> as we go, as we go. Listen, I got Look. another Florida trip coming up. I got got to get a new fucking computer. I, I just can't. you do understand Christmas is in December, right? Yeah, we can't like just drag this out all year like it's picking punishment. Like it's like your fucking punishment for picks. Talking about it and then just do it in July and make it a show called Christmas in July. Ah, I gotta move them every time I vacuum in here. <laughs> well, still, listen, Matt, you got fucking rustling buddies on your fucking floor all fucking year. No, I have nothing. The only, the only thing on my floor is the cat dish yeah. and these fucking but presents. Have you never had your floor destroyed by other stuff? It's just inconvenient for me to move the boxes when I fucking <laughs> vacuum. What if you fucking bathroom, man? If we could watch you go look at them when you go to fucking. I'm not gonna. I live with my wife. I'm not gonna put the. Uh, Gifts in the bathroom? Ah, the whole world could go look at you, look at you uh, in the bathroom there. I say you guys just open them now. I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna open mine. All right, you don't have to. You can hold off. Brendan's not even here. Gives a fuck about that guy. Wow! (laughs) Wow! Even if he was here, he'd probably have a hood on. We wouldn't be able to see him anyway. That's true. Can you give me one more week? Uh, You knock it off. So I got to think about how I feel about this. 
Think about how you feel. This is not fucking not nuts. We're not curing cancer. You're opening <laughs> fucking Christmas presents, people. It's fucking February 19th. We need to shit or get off the pot with this thing. Uh, I say wait till the summer. I say we wear hula skirts and and the oh! My man. Brundin got me a book called The Pro Wrestler Hall of Fame, The Heels. Grr! He also got me amazing. Oh, so now, now you're not doing it genuinely. That's I am doing it. What do you want? <clears throat> Hold on. Okay. Gonna play a little Santa baby? Yes. Got a boy. Yeah, put some effort into it. <laughs> I mean, I got mine all right here in the room as well. Fucking whore. But I don't feel right about doing it. I well, have... you could call my therapist and you could, you could talk through it. <laughs> How about I sit on your fucking face? How about that? I love the big You package. don't got the push to get it here. <laughs> I should be air packaged. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I got Christmas presents for Brendan. I got ama amazing classic wrestling newspaper clips and doodads. And I also got another wrestling book from Brendan. Brendan, thank you so much. Uh, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, The Heels by Greg Oliver and Steven Johnson. So I will add, oh, look at this. There's a picture of Jake the Snake Roberts taking his teeth out. Ooh, good for him. That oh, him so Jake gives gummers? Have you oh, seen yeah. It's very delightful. <laughs> That was from Brendan. Oh, no. He's going fucking full retard. I love it. And then from Tony. Oh, no. We got two boxes. Look at this wrapping paper. <laughs> you wrapped them, Tony? You wrapped? I wrapped them, too. All right. I got to go get mine. I'm, I'm going to go get mine. <laughs> I'm going to be Scrooge. I'm Scrooge, baby. The ultimate serial killer trivia book. This is great for the shitter. What you Thanks, do, Tony. You do love your time in the shitter. Do do do. Is this fucking Home Alone music? Uh, it's non-copyrighted music, so we shouldn't get any Christmas strike. <laughs> <laughs> this has bubble wrap around it, so this might be important. Uh, oh. It's the kidney you wanted. How about the liver I need? <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed at that. That's mean. <laughs> Whoa. T-Dong. Oh, boy. What did you get you? Go easy. Do, 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 do. Oh, my God. I've never seen a guy take so long to open a goddamn present. What is that? Oh, what happened to the? Oh no, a commercial. Do 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 do. You want to oh, no, this commercial? is a, no, this is another. <laughs> is, that a street, is that a streamyard commercial? Tony got me Ultimate Edition, the Hulkster and Mr. T. Bro, did you not have those? No, I don't have these. That's big. You're the best, T Donk. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, who's next? Oh no. <laughs> 
I'm not opening shit. You should, you should, KJ. I can't. I can't do it. It makes me. Why? Feel what terrible. are your fucking hands this, broken? This whole situation <laughs> makes me feel terrible. This is uh, this is from our our buddy Brandon. Is it another hockey hat? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> What is There's the Kevin Sullivan shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Boo on me. <laughs> That's fucking Brandon, fantastic. My man. Did you fall over? Double T. You fell out of your chair. No, you. I, I thought you fell out of your chair. Double T, your handwriting is phenomenal. Thanks, man. I take great pride in my uh, penmanship. Oh, it's amazing. He can pronounce penmanship. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> Holy Christ, dude. You never cease to amaze me. Ah, oh, thank you. I'm full of surprises. Did I wrap yours? I don't know if I wrapped them. I don't even know how to wrap cousins and or ship stuff, so this is... Oh! I don't know if, I don't oh! know if you have those. Oh! Oh! What the fuck is that? Is that a Bray Wyatt? Superstar? It is. That's is a look, nice figure. He likes he Bray looks, Wyatt. He looks black though there, no? Was he's got like a whole outfit on. Oh. oh. I don't even remember what I got him. Ah. Oh, I do. That fucking oh. shipbird. Oh! The honky dog. The honky dog man. <laughs> I, I legit thought that was an Elvis figure at there first. <laughs> All right. Thanks, You're welcome, buddy. I hope you don't have those. Did you have them? Yeah. You already oh, had them. Oh. I like having doubles. Don't worry. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. double T. Everybody likes doubles. Everybody likes oh, doubles. double your pleasure, double your fun. Get the titty grower. <laughs> Whatever that ad was. Bust out the titty gun. Come on, man. That's our new sponsor. Don't shit on the sponsors. I'm not. I don't fry dicks. Nothing came across Don't fry dicks? Today. What? <laughs> what did you say? You fry maybe, whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't should have had that second crown royal. That's a baseball reference, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what a hell of a tape job here, Tony. Yeah, what the fuck? How much fucking tape did you use? You don't, I don't want your shit to get fucked up, dude. Sorry. It's thoughtful. You don't have a fucking knife in that room? Yeah, I know. Jesus. Only for my wrist. <laughs> Please, save it for the, on the air. Oh. We are on the air, stupid. No, I mean when he kills himself, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, all right. We got there. We got there. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, really. I wanted to, I wanted to be careful. Do your hands also not work like KJG's? <laughs> I don't know. You can't open your presents with them. I don't want to open my presents. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got we got a rap job going on here. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I, I appreciate Precious it. Precious cargo, bro. Yeah, All right. Okay. Sorry. All right, Tony. Is there is there a way I'm supposed to be opening these? Is there a... No. Just, yeah, with your fucking yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. Or your fucking it's a, teeth. It's a cat. Open it with your feet, like an orangutan. <laughs> orangutan. <laughs> Orangutan. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. 
good rap job. Oh my god, hurry the fuck up! I'm fucking dude. doing it! I'm this old, is what I'm you tired. Wanted, Tony, this is what you wanted. I didn't want any of this. I choose right. not to slam. It's a plastic uh, case. Wait, what? No. Open it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is like five times wrapped, Tony. What? Uh... Dude, what did you send him? I hope I you sent him. I, that I hope you sent him somebody else's present. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> right? Not bad, huh? <laughs> Not bad at all. Not bad. What is I it? love it. What is it, Kevin? The cards, man. The cards. Yeah, what kind of cards? You see who's on them? Like, we're just trying to... Bruiser Brody. I got him Bruiser Brody trading cards. Nice. Oh, baby. Oh, Bruiser Brody. This was nice. your stupid idea, you oh, moron. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> one more time, please. Uh, all right, almost there. This almost. was your stupid idea, you oh, moron. <laughs> I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go to this one next. Oh, my, oh my God. God. How much did I get you? It looks like you got three. I got three in the package. Oh, you're going to love that one. I purposely didn't talk about it because I wanted you to open it first. The power of the freight train? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Your boy Lou Jean's on that DVD. <laughs> Two disc set. Fuck yeah. <laughs> One oh, disc is God. never enough for the free trade. the fucking clearance bin? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Holy shit. Hey, come on. Everybody needs a copy of Freight Train. I don't. That's why you didn't get one. Thank you. I appreciate oh! that. Oh, please tell hey, me. It's my man. Shame. Is it a Seamus DVD? Please. Is it a Zack Ryder DVD? Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Is it a Tony, Tony, Tony CD? Thank you very much. You're welcome, brother. Oh, baby. <laughs> and it's got the, it's got the, uh, it's got the cert. It's got the cert. <laughs> bend over. Let's have fun. Fuck yeah. Bend over. Let's have fun. This is going to look great next to my other Bobby sign. That's... You plebeian. So Why this says, gonna... this is addressed to T-Donk from the deal guys. This is Brundon's gift. The deal guys. Yep. What in the fuck, dude? He got me the shark survival kit. <laughs> That's very thoughtful. <laughs> See, I could have used this a couple weeks ago. Is it a real thing or is it like a, a gag box? No, because it's fucking sealed, bro. And it even says, oh. do not flush. <laughs> what is included in the shark survival Well, here, kit? you can be ready anytime for that chocolate mudslide. I like how playing basketball is one of the fucking... <laughs> And driving, well, that makes sense. Jury duty, <laughs> duty, and the birth <laughs> of your first child. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to hold on for the number four on that one. You can't run from the runs. <laughs> Maybe this will be our next sponsor. Thank you, Brundo. <laughs> this is from Matt. Oh, did I not wrap it? Oh, no, you did. Oh, amazing classic wrestling newspaper clippings. Oh, nice. This nice. must have been on clearance too. <laughs> you guys should sign them and send them to each other and trade them. Well, I, I hope there's old... clippings from Bruno in here. Oh, I don't even know if they go. I know the wrestling bear is in here. Oh, there's a birth announcement for Jim Cornette being born. Look at that. That was awesome. Is the Kodiak bear in there? When you have on 
No, because nobody gives a fuck. Trust <laughs> Jingle all the way from T Don for T Don from Matt. Fourteen. Yeah, Jesus Christ. What in the fuck? Oh no, shit! This is awesome. I didn't know that I got that pre Fortnite. So look at this. I got an LP and Flintlock fucking uh, Nerf gun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. They could run you, around dude. and shoot your fucking kid now. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot your ass. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's it. That's, that's Christmas. It. Merry Christmas to all. Now I'm going to shart my pants. Yeah, you. well, you have the shart survival kit. I'm going to fucking open this. I got to open this up. And see what's in it. All right. We got that out of the way. Thank you. Pretty Jesus. sure Larry's going to be with me every Monday night from, uh, from now on. Oh, all right. Thank you. That'll be amazeballs, as the kids say. Shart happens. Be prepared. Saving lives one shard at a time. So I've been doing. I've been doing. Brown Town Tissue Pack. It says, oops, I just cooked up a sloppy gobbler. Sloppy gobbler and sloppy gobbler are two different things altogether. Oopsie poopsie disposable undies with a picture of Matt on the cover. That does not look like Actually, me. Duke that looks like Ric Flair. Who is that? <laughs> Tony, uh, put that back up there. Remove your drippy... Hey, look, it even give you instructions how to deal with a shark. Inclu- yell out code brown and then quickly dash away to the nearest bathroom. Oh, look at this. Clean booty shardy wipes. <laughs> this is a real thing. Oh, this is fucking legit, bro. Brown Br- don't fuck around. And I survived a shark attack. <laughs> This is going on my fucking uh, on my sash when I work at Fridays this weekend. It's a pin, right? Is a pin? Fuck yeah! Wow, this is so that Jennifer Aniston. She could put it on when she goes to Chachkis this weekend. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it's a fucking uh, fucking uh, god office space Get reference. There. there you go. Yeah, it's there somewhere. Uh, so I've been doing. Uh, I have a new nightly routine. Oh. Where you need I, a shark pack. No, I don't. I come home. I usually take a shower. I make something to eat. I jump on Fortnite. But it's my goal every night to watch a couple of wrestling matches. Uh, people have been sending me suggestions through the Twitter, uh, and I've just kind of been throwing things into the YouTube to see what pops up. And I ended up in an FMW versus ECW era where they were in Japan. Um, oh, was that when Hayabusa could still walk? Yes, that was when Hayabusa could still walk. Um, also, when he was still alive. Uh, and then oh. Paul Heyman cut a promo in the ring, the beginning of 98, and Paul Heyman's promo was, we are going to bring a death match to the United States. The first ever Japanese death match is going to take place in the ECW show on pay-per-view. Then I was like, okay. I remember when ECW tried to do a death match. It was at the Asbury Park Convention Hall. I was there. Balls Mahoney, Vic Grimes, exploding barbed wire boards. Oh, oh come on. Is this a real thing? It was, dude, it's been, the first one goes off. Like, uh, Vic Grimes hits balls and he falls off, like, the second rope and he hits the board and the pyro goes off. The finish of the match, when Balls slams Vic Grimes onto the board, nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
I vividly remember this, and I had to find the footage of this. It's so fucking bad. Um, it's just it's just funny what you find on uh, on the YouTube. It's so funny, like Vic Vic Grimes got a deal with WWE, and it didn't last long. But he got a deal because he was fucking Vic Grimes, and but then he got it after that. It's just bonkers. Well, it's not, it's, it's out of his nothing he can do, right? right. It was out I of his control. Vic Grimes just, was. Key, yep. Yes, yep. Draws, but man, draws was... is like second or heavier. Uh, it was like draws. It was uh, Albert, Al- Prince Albert, and uh, Key. Yeah, and then he lasted like five seconds. Uh, so I find when I go on the YouTube, I want to find tears of surprise. Japanese wrestling. Is he dead, but, Matt? Who? Big Rhyme's dead. I'm sorry. Is he gone? Go, like out to lunch. No, like I yeah. think he's alive. Did he, was he on the show tonight? No, I don't think so. Vic Grimes is alive. He's okay, six, sixty. He just turned sixty-one in January. Good for him. Good for Vic he's, Grimes. Uh, he's doing his thing. What do you when when if you're not going to go to Peacock? Where and I know Tony likes to go uh, WWF house shows. Um, HK, where do you end up? When you, uh, Rick fucking McGraw, Rick McGraw, um, <laughs> when you are looking for something that maybe isn't on the peacock, what do you gravitate towards? Boy, that's a good. Co- so, what I'll usually do if I'm looking for something is I usually just look up indies, man. Like, I don't have my IWTV uh subscription anymore just because I just I didn't use it enough, but okay. I would always just flip on some some random indies, usually from you know, the usually from the Midwest. Uh, or I'll just go like YouTube uh, recommendation based okay. off some indie that I'll look up, right? Because I, if I'm looking for for something different, something I want to you know just kind of investigate or watch a little bit more of, it's almost always indies that are that are out there right now. So that's, that's usually cool. that's usually my go-to. Got to support the indies, man. Yeah, yeah, I get it. KJG, what about you? If you're not on the Peacock and you have to use YouTube, do you stick in the in the in the North American uh, promotions, or will you dabble outside? So I tried to look for the New Japan stuff. I actually tried to look for the All Japan stuff when um, the William Regal's son uh, made his debut there, or was Finley? I forget. It may have been Regal. Uh, uh, it was Regal's kid. It was Regal's kid, and I tried to watch that. I couldn't find it. So, uh, but yeah, other than. Um, the peacock i usually just go to youtube and and watch i'll, I'll go i even went to new japan stuff to try to find stuff but i couldn't find it on uh on on youtube but that's i'll go peacock first youtube second i don't uh tony turned me on to um what's the fucking thing called tony um daily motion daily motion which i was totally against but uh, I started using that, but it's still tough to find stuff now for me. Anyway, yeah. New Japan, um, it's a New Japan is a deal. Uh, Asha, Asha, Asha TV, they own all of the old New Japan stuff. So it is if it's up, it's not up for long because they get it taken down right away. Um, right. But the all Japan stuff is easily accessible. All Japan and Noah is uh, easy to find on uh, on YouTube. Okay, that that's huge. Then I didn't know that. That just I I don't want to get a virus. So 
Not on YouTube, I mean, but just like in general. Like daily motion is what I was worried about. Which one of you guys did, did I tell that I watched what could have been the fucking worst WWF or probably even wrestling match I've ever seen? Uh, that was me. <laughs> what was it? So, so I started. I started continuing where I continued where I left off. It was that July 1985 show with Hogan and Morocco in the cage. Yeah, bro, Judy Martin versus Desiree Peterson can eat the biggest shit ever. <laughs> It pro like the balls Mahoney fucking Vic Grimes match you just described was probably seventeen stars compared to this fucking abomination. It was literally fourteen minutes of Judy Martin knocking Desiree Peterson off on the floor on the timekeeper's table where fucking Gorilla Monsoon and Gene Okerlund were. At one point, Gorilla's like, she may just want to fucking stay on the floor and not try to get back in. This is atrocious. <laughs> and Desiree, to her credit, she came back eventually after being knocked down like four hundred times, got a couple punches in. I think she caught. I think she caught her with a sunset flip and won. I was like, what in the fuck was this? And it was bad even by house show standards. That's how you're bad you're this upset was. about this match. You're very it was upset. fucking horrifyingly bad. Yes. Yeah. What in tarnation? Usually you go to a house show and it's like sometimes like ah that match stunk like that fucking invaders of Mr. Fuji and Tiger Chung Lee was dog shit. But this was really fucking bad. Come on, can I tell you how many times I've been to a house show with nails versus Virgil? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, but this dude, this was it was bad. It was bad. I'll tell you what wasn't bad that I found that All I wrote right. down. I had I wanted to talk with you guys. Uh, 2004, Mick Foley comes back at the Rumble. He does the WrestleMania thing with the Rock and Sock connection, and then he challenges Orton for the IC title. In May of 2004, he goes to Japan and wrestles Kawada for the for the the the, the, the Triple Crown Championship. No, he does not. Yeah, fuck all the way off in Hustle. Yeah. Wait, it's like he wrestled for the Triple Crown Championship in a promotion that wasn't All Japan? Yes. Correct. Hustle. Hustle 3. Oh, because 1 and 2 weren't enough. <laughs> yeah. what? They're really hustle? hustling now. Yeah, how much Holy hustle shit. do you need? It's on YouTube. It's 13 minutes. It's worth checking out. It's, it's pretty wild to see uh, Foley in 2004 in Japan. Imagine it would be. Yeah, and I it wasn't terrible. To, I might have to pass on that one. Uh, Tony, Tony, I mean the same, the Tony same on the idea. The same show had fucking Dusty Rhodes against Steve Carino. Oh well, there you fucking go. But Dusty that, Rhodes was eighty, probably in two thousand four. Yes, that's. A oh, you said Dusty? I thought you said Dustin. No, oh my Dusty. god! Yeah. <laughs> and this was three years after the fucking NWO shit that he was involved in. My God, man. Love Dusty in the NWO. My Taking God. Taking off the jacket, dropping the elbow on Larry Zabisco, baby. Oh, my God. The main event was Agawa and Hashimoto against the Outsiders. How about oh that Akiyama? Uh, they topped this off with, with Hall and Nash in 2004. Scott Hall in 2004. <laughs> Kevin Nash in 2000. This was, this was post-fucking blowing his quad out, too, wasn't it? Look, dude, Hashimoto and Ogawa in 2004, too, is... I'm not taking their side, either. <laughs> it's, it's... Maybe you could get away with Ogawa, but Hashimoto, he does... He... I don't think he lives And Shinya was a fucking this. legend in Japan. Yeah, well, he fucking started in 84, though. In 2004, he's 
20 years in the business. Yeah, and he's only 30 shy of Ric Flair's final match. <laughs> Fortunately, he doesn't live to see see that. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a hoot. We haven't even talked about any wrestling. It's okay. No, who gives a fuck? I think we talked yeah. enough Look, with uh, We covered Senor some Chubby. stuff with Handjob Kyle. Um we had a great interview with Chubby Dudley. Oh, my God. Uh, we went an hour with him. It was a great yeah, know, fucking was, time. Yeah, yeah and you were like fucking poo-pooing all over it yesterday on me. I do that all the time to get a rise out of you and get you fucking annoyed. That's why. I it's do a good that. thing you got the kit. Well, you know what? I'm going to fucking have a shard attack and put my pin on. <laughs> fuck, I have to fuck, survive fuck it, though. Yeah, fuck you guys, too. Uh, this has been a blast. Next week, Casey Catal joins us. I yes. can't wait. She's a fucking gem. I love Casey. Yeah, Catal. and she's making her big return. She's been out of the ring for seven months, so we'll catch up with Casey and see what she's she wasn't, up to. She wasn't Preggers, was she? what? I don't think she was Preggers. Okay. No. All right. No, she we, had We surgery. can ask her next week. She had surgery? We can ask her next week. Exactly. Wait a second. You're going to ask her if she's pregnant? Was she no. pregnant? It was she was yeah. gotcha. For was, you might you was, might get a fuck you God forbid out of that fucking question. Was you pregnant? I'm not Did it make him. you shit your drawers? Ooh. Mm. Did you shit on the table while you were delivering? Because that happens. Ugh. Better get a fucking. Do you do nine? Uh, do you have nine tablespoons worth of menstruation blood in you? Oh. That's what we're gonna do. Nine. Can we save Great that for when question. Kate the Great's on next time? <laughs> Kate said, "By the uh -oh. way, Tony Friday." She said, "Tell the girls." Tell 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 Tony I said hi. Tell the girls, Ooh. or tell Tony the girl said hi. There we go. The That's girls? Cool. Who was she with? You got to stop this, bro. You are the one that's infatuated <laughs> with her hitters, bro. I, dude, I am not. I was mocking something that our friends, the Mark Order, were doing. I'm just saying. Hey, you want me to start rapping like fucking Ryan Schlong? Nope. If, I watched wrestling. Want. It was nope. great. Here nope. she comes, Kate the Great. Nope. AEW eats a shit. <laughs> if you got small ones, grow your tits. Kapow! Kapow! Gwen Stefani, will you pee pee on me? <laughs> Boobies. Uh, All right. Before before we we head out, guys, do you mind if I we're we're uh, we got a GoFundMe going on right now? This uh, idiot doesn't know how to speak to... the fucking English. I'm language. fucking talking, hand job. Jesus Christ, oh, dude, he's fucking. Uh, if if you want to take a look at it, obviously it's on the the Wizards uh, Twitter. It's also on the Tots Twitter. It's also on the Gorilla Brain Wrestling uh, podcast over on Facebook. Uh, we're trying to raise money for uh, for a gentleman who lost a loved one recently, unexpected. Um, so the golf money's there. If you just want to donate, go ahead and donate. But we also got a giveaway that we've put together. Uh, if you're interested in in entering in the giveaway, we got some some really awesome figs that we're giving away. Uh, just trying to help the guy out. Tough time, real tough time for him, and and uh, just just want to help any way we can. So good guy, and we want to want to take care of him. That's awesome. That 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 that's highly commendable that you guys are doing that. Make sure you support HK and uh, Gorilla Brain, helping this guy out. And uh, I will say I've been helping, uh, and I've used every single contact that we yeah. as the Wizards have. And every single person who I've sent the tweet to has retweeted it. A lot of um, retweets, buddy. Can't can't thank you enough for that. A lot. And there was a couple of people who donated. Um, and that's that was way more than 
we were looking for. We just wanted eyes on on the GoFundMe and hope that people, you know, clicked on it. And it's real life shit. And, you know, as a re- the wrestling community, um, you know, needs to come together when situations like this happen. And even if you can donate $5, it means the world yeah. to uh, to Steven and company. So support Tots and check this out. And, uh, you know, it's a real human situation. It's not We're not looking for people to sign up for Patreon. I don't want you to fucking download the podcast, leave a review. Like, this is real life. And I will shill uh, real life shit from the Wizards account forever. And I'll call in every fucking favor uh, that I have to because we all... Ha- you know, they could happen to any fucking one of us, yep. unfortunately. Yeah. But you know, so it's serious shit. So check it out. And yeah, that's huge. And I'm just going through the the anniversary of my mom's passing, and that's it's been awful. It's been awful. And uh, thank you for everyone that's helped uh, this guy with this with this stuff. And uh, yeah. And uh, also, yeah. hey, hey, Matt. Why don't we bring it back up a little positive? I'm be- I'm getting back on the comedy, guys. How do you feel about that? I love I love balls. <laughs> yeah, that was I pretty funny. I admit, I 100 percent deserve that. I'm getting when, back into comedy. <laughs> when when will we see you back in comedy? Wednesday, March 6th at oh, fuck yeah. Calandra's uh, in Fairfield, New Jersey. That's a nice place. Honing my teeth back in there before I get back on the road. And that's what I'm doing. So there's that. Uh, March 6th, Cucina Calandra's in Fairfield, New Jersey, baby. So come on yep. out, baby. Back Sorry. to the com- comedy magomedy. Fuck comedy yeah. magomedy. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you see what I did there? I, st- I, I took do, your gimmick. I do, I do. I'm going to steal your gimmick, KG. I'm going to say... <laughs> Say crazy things. You're fine. You're We're Dunzo Magunzo. That's it. Fuck yeah. Casey Catal next week. Elimination Chamber. Picks. But, you know, maybe Tony watches another AEW show. Maybe Handsome Kevin. Fat chance. Crosses. We didn't even talk about TNA. Ah. We didn't oh, and I got could... uh, Mickwalkie Tom's coming in over the weekend. Oh, you should. Oh, oh, I right. hope he doesn't fucking stink up your couch like uh, somebody else that we know. Never going to let that man live that moment down. Right? <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of a man to stink up a whole couch. Whole <laughs> couch. And with that. Stink, stinkso McGinkso. <laughs> Smelly McGilly. What did I do to you guys? Like, Nothing. What I, no, we love you, bro. Yeah, come on, man. We're having fun. <laughs> Can't have, we're not allowed to have fun now? Can I cue the fart right. music, please? You fart fucking open your Christmas presents. We can't have funsy McGunzies. <laughs> the show is Dunzo McGunzo. You're Grinchy McKinchy. With the ski. <laughs> oh, risky McGisky. This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Your executive producers are Manny Kratzo and main event Mike Peterson. Our producers are Danny Russoniello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, High Five, Tom, Ryan Schlong, Brendan Haney, Al Day, William Mercier Jr., Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, and Keith Parker.
For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. I'm sorry, I, I kind of forgot. Kathy Hummer's supposed to be in there, too, and I changed it. Sorry, Kev, go for it. Good. Night, Diana. Night, see, but Ah.